oh, it's not you, it's me. I need mm-hmm. to work on myself, but really, there's something going on, mm-hmm. and he don't want to admit it. He, mm-hmm. Either he's on his fuckboy shit, or mm-hmm. there's something he just don't want to tell you or mm-hmm. admit. You know, because he doesn't want to hurt your feelings or create a fight. There's something you don't know. So you're left in the dark. Yeah. Well, we're going to give you all of the answers to what the, those things might be. Yeah. It don't make no sense. Bro, we look like the men in black. You want me to be honest? You know. Welcome to men in black. <laughs> we don't know these fucking lyrics. <laughs> you just got a so vibe to it. hum this shit. <laughs> you feel. Bro, ain't nothing like that, bro. Bring back memories, man. The classics. What you know about it? But, yo, you know what? Um, kind of talking about everything that's going on with you and, you know, your new marriage. Mm-hmm. And, like, little do people know that this is a person that you've referenced many times throughout this podcast but they just didn't know it oh yeah right and there was one particular clip that we put out like months ago Mm -hmm. and it created a lot of controversy in the comments Mm. and the clip was like basically about can you let a person go out of love and you were explaining basically your situation yeah right yeah and the comments were like Oh, I've heard this excuse before. I've heard that excuse before. It's not you. It's me. You know, I need to work on myself because let's not, let's, let's be real. There are some dudes out there that will use that as an excuse. 100%. And they don't want to say the full truth. 100%. Right? And there's different ways they'll use it. There's the, the way that fuckboys use it. Mm-hmm. There's the way that, like, the average guy uses it. And then there's the way that the guy who actually, like, means it uses it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, honestly, I think it's it's going to be really... That's what we're going to cover today in today's episode. Mm-hmm. Is we going to give you the lowdown on exactly what that fool is actually thinking. And how to spot and know whether or not this guy is being real about it. If he really means it or if he's just bullshitting. Because there's certain actions yeah. and traits about him that you could look out for and know... You're full of shit. Oh, yeah. 100%. You're full of shit, homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want to keep it real? Oh, well, then we just going to have to call you out on it. Oh, my goodness. You know what I mean? So, ladies, we're about to put you on game today again. Once, ag- once again. Once again. Once again, Shall baby. Shall we pop up with the intro? <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Strip Down Podcast. Mm-hmm. SDP. You- well, we're going to be addressing and pressing concerns. Mm-hmm. All the chicanery, what that man is thinking, what is actually going on, right? And this could go vice versa. So if you're a fella yeah. listening to this and you've heard this line before, you know, here's some also things that you could look for and how it can apply both ways. Because yeah. really, you just switch it, like flip, flip the the genders or the roles, and it applies exactly the same way. Oh, right? mostly, yeah, mostly. for the most part. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know yeah, there's, I mean? there's a little difference, but mostly for the university, for sure. Right. So yeah. now you guys know about Romeo being a married man, <laughs> and now this is a living testimony. What we're gonna get to later in the episode is how it was a hundred percent necessary in yeah. his particular case, mm-hmm. and how that all played out 
in exactly the way you guys went about it mm -hmm. for it to turn out the way it did. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and show them how it turned out, young man. It turned out just like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the proof is in the pudding. So sometimes it was, like, needed because do you think that would have happened if you guys would have tried to stay together? No. It would have, like, see? And, like, some of you might be doubting that right now and saying, well, you can, you know, how come you can't? work on it while you're in the relationship mm. we're about to tell you exactly why because there's cases where that's true and there's cases where that's not it's, yeah. all, it's all situational everybody's situation is different 100 percent. right so we gonna get to all of it baby Ooh. you know what i'm saying so ladies and gentlemen welcome to the podcast if you are new here do me a big favor Hit that subscribe button, baby. Right there. Because you know what this is. It's a multi-part series. We do these episodes weekly where we're putting you on game, Ooh. both the fellas and the ladies. Giving y'all glimpses. That's right. Of that guy. Where do we see all these you know, questions and topics that we talk about on this podcast? It goes down in the DMs. down in the DMs. That's where you could be the most honest with us. Right? Absolutely. So if you're not following us on IG, go ahead and do that right now. So that way we can address whatever you're going through as well. Facts. Best thing is that it's anonymous, so feel free to be as transparent as exactly. you possibly can. We keep can. it anonymous, baby. Mm. Don't worry. <laughs> Nobody getting exposed. <laughs> we, we won't go into too many specifics. One time I was getting a little too specific. <laughs> and the dude saw the, the, nah. saw, saw the episode, and he, he got mad at his girl. He's like, what the hell? She, they're talking about us. She told you that. I was, and I was like, yeah, well, she's calling you out, bro. We it must have been 100% that situation for him to know because sometimes <laughs> yeah. it can be generalized you i was like know. honestly in that case he deserved to be called out yeah you if the shoe I mean? fits type of deal. i was like I yeah you you are getting called out bro yeah. because this shit's got to be addressed you what you're going to just keep it a secret don't talk about our situations it's like well how is she supposed to get advice to resolve the situation yeah otherwise you, you know it'll be the sort of control see, he trying he trying to play a game on you maybe he, he needed to see that he trying to do a one-on-one -on -one. nah fuck that we doing a a three on one. You tell you you let us know. We got your back, girl. Right, but it, it, always remember this too. Like it's it's always out of uh, how can we just help improve something? It's never coming out of condemnation or anything like that on other parties. But it's we, just more but of like we, love. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Uh, for the most part, it's always coming out of love. Absolutely. Until it comes to these fuck boys. <laughs> then it's gotta. You He's gotta, like, we gotta strap up, we gotta gear up, and because we go on a battle. Look, right we now. we know, we know, we've been there, we've done that. You know, it's fucked up, and you know, there's some, there's a lot of toxic shit uh, shit out there. We just need to give you the tools and the weapons to basically protect yourself. Yeah. You know, this is f fuckery self defense 101. That's what this is. We gonna give you, we gonna make you a black belt in chicanery defense by the end of this damn thing <laughs> you'll be like where's our we gonna need our black belt to put it on every you single time me? so the, we your senseis in this motherfucker <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen what we like to do before we start each episode we like to do a couple shout outs That's shout right. out to y'all that be showing love in the comment section on the social media game we see it y'all be showing up in the notifications more and more often and we want to show some love right back to y'all. Who we got? So we got from YouTube, Tanjiro Kamado. Tanjiro Kamado. And Robin Dandelion. Robin. Shout out to both of y'all. What's good? That's right. And from IG, we got Alessandra Kamako and Victoria M. Guerrero. Hey, shout out Victoria and Alessandra. Victoria. Victoria. And from TikTok, we got C. Carreras 1.0 and Danielle 
Love Sokia. Ooh, love of the name. Love Sequoia. That's what it is. Love Sequoia? Yeah. Shout out, Love Sequoia. Yeah, Love Sequoia. Shout out to you, girl. That's right. So now, what we're going to be talking about is the, the original clip that started this whole thing was the can you let a person go mm. out of love? It's like the question of the century sometimes. I should play that clip. I'm going to cut it in right here. If he knew that it was better for you, for him not to be around, because he still had growth to do within himself, then he would let you go. Yep. So that would mean that unconditionally he loves you. That the fact that maybe it didn't work out because y'all two were just maybe at two different points where it was sort of battles that he needs to figure out for himself, but he doesn't feel the need to, to straggle you along on being selfish to do that. He's just like, you know, I love this girl enough to let her go. And as much as maybe I love her and I, I want, she, yeah. she makes me happy or whatever the case is, because we don't know the truest extent to, to this, but mm -hmm. he just like lets you go out of like, you know, I, I yeah. hopes of you finding a better person. That was the video that started this entire, basically we're doing this whole episode off of the feedback that we got from that video. Yeah, it, it got like almost 500,000 views mm, because okay. there was a lot of comments that were, you know, kind of going both ways. There mm. were, you know, and I know that there's some dudes out there that just use that as a lame ass excuse, mm -hmm. right? And vice versa, right? And it's just like, oh, it's not you, it's me. I need mm -hmm. to work on myself, but really there's something going on. Mm -hmm and he don't want to admit it he, mm. either he's on his fuck boy shit or mm. there's something he just don't want to tell you or mm. admit you know because he doesn't want to hurt your feelings or create a fight because there's something or maybe there's something else going on mm. there's something you don't know so you're left in the dark yeah well we're gonna give you all of the answers to what those those things might be yeah all right so what we're gonna start with and i mean we've been there before let's admit it you know, we've been there before. You don't know how to tell a girl, like, I figured out we're not compatible. Correct. You know, mm -hmm. like, I, and I don't want to hurt your feelings. So it's like me not be willing to accept that about you is really what's going on. Mm -hmm. It's not you. It's me not wanting to accept that. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I need to go do something else or whatever. We should go our separate ways mm -hmm. yeah i mean can you have you ever been in a situ situation in the past where you could think of like a, uh, have you ever used that turn that excuse before it's not you it's me in the past where you didn't really mean it or like you were using it kind of just like as a easy cop out mm. yeah i think uh what I can definitely say is that, like, the one thing a lot of people don't really like is confrontation or, you know, a difficult sort of, um, you know, conversation that results yeah. in feelings being heard or this and that. Right. So I think what happens is, you know, you sort of go into this whole um, how can I sort of maybe cope this person with not hurting their feelings but still sort of getting my point across in a way that doesn't come across as asshole or fuck boyish right. or something like that but i do believe and i and i am going to say this that it really is all across the spectrum because it's not one size that, that fits everything yeah. because if a guy says that for one i do believe that on a way even surface levels is sort of respectable because i do know nowadays right. there's so many relationships for the average guy but no but let me tell you I this because i see and I've been I've witnessed now, even within this generation, on guys feeling the need to have their cake and eat it too. And what mm -hmm. I mean by that is they are in relationships, 
but they're still doing fuckboy things. Yeah. And they're not choosing to get out of that because at the end of the day, the selfless move would be to get out of that. So you're not hurting that person to continue to hurt that person, but they're staying. Right, but they should have never got in but, but in the, the first place. But, and that's the thing. It's like sometimes what I feel is that someone hasn't completely, or the guy hasn't completely sort of um, reached that groundedness within himself mm-hmm. that maybe his internalizations and things like that that he still needs to work on. Because I do realize that even past trauma plays into effect with present actions on right. how guys act. And yeah. this is what I mean by no one is born into being a fuckboy. No one right. is born into doing this. And, but what I believe solely is that there were situations, and, and I'm not justifying anything, right. but what I do believe is that there's a reason for everything. Because you got to look at the intention behind how, uh, or the motivation by, behind truly how someone is acting and right. what is the reason for that, like yeah. really deep down. Like yeah. there's something that they're dealing with yeah. that maybe they haven't reached a state of solution. And right. now it's resulting in conflict. Now it's resulting in all this different stuff yeah. that doesn't come across as loving. Because it's right. like, if you really love me, you want to do right. all these things. And well, in actuality, that is true. But then it doesn't mean that he doesn't love you. What it also means is that maybe he truly wasn't ready and he thought he was. Mm. And what happened was he faced reality very quickly to see that, oh, I sort of played myself right now. And now I have this person, a human being that I bit off more than I I bit off more than I could chew. And now I have to sort of protect them or I have to like sort of yeah. go and, and be in my own sort of selfish but still slightly selfless yeah. uh, uh, um, you know basically motivation of, of where I go my direction you know? I, I could totally see that I, because I, I think girls you guys can relate to that too I've been in a situation where the girl kind of started to feed into like me mm-hmm. like tr- wanting to create see what was there and if we could create something and as i saw that effort from her it made me think oh wow she's like okay she she really thinks something can work now i'm starting to consider that yeah and now i'm starting to open up and like let in a, a bit and then we get to the point where i emotionally you know give in to her yeah and then she realizes oh shit i I bit off more than I could chew. Yeah. And she backs out, right? Yeah. And then it leaves me in this state of like brokenness. Brokenness, yeah. Yeah. So I so I feel like there isn't a one size fits all with yeah, this, no, right? There definitely is. And when I say fuckboy, truly what I mean is like there's the fuckboy fuckboys who have like this, you know, this agenda mm-hmm. and this this bitterness towards women because obviously they were hurt in the past and now they go into everything with this like yeah. method of manipulation. Yeah. Those are the fuckboy fuckboys, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the unintentional fuckboys, mm-hmm. right? It's like they're somewhere in the middle. They they have their trauma. They're trying to do their best to be better. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they still have like some tendencies that they are unable to kind of let go of. Right. Right. And they haven't grown out of that yet. Yeah. Right. And then there's the average guy who doesn't have really much of that trauma, mm-hmm. you know, and they do have the best intentions, but they're still figuring life out. They're still, like, learning from their experiences and relationships and whatnot and figuring yeah. out what they want. Yeah. And then they, they don't know how to handle it, so they might use it, that you know, that excuse a different way. Yeah. Right? Their reasoning might be different. Right, I feel you. And then there's the ones that are truly, like, in love. And the love can be in, like pretty much the previous three I described, yeah. except for the fuckboy fuckboy, because that one, he's the guy who 
You say it's intentional. He fools you and manipulates you into thinking it's love to get what he wants. Yeah. Which is to get some some yeah. play. Yeah. Right. Those are those are the ones that are the most fucked up out of all of them because they they are the ones you hear about. It's like, you know, tell her this, but you know, still have your options. Those guys exist because they're preaching this stuff out there. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? And, and so I also like, believe those are the guys that are probably the most broken. Yeah, 100%. The broken, broken people, Yeah, they're the ones that like have their mind made up that women aren't worth my time. They're not worth my respect, you know, but I still want to get some, so I have to say and do these things. Yeah, and that's what I don't agree To convince them that these words that I'm saying, these these things that I'm saying are true, and and they're really fucking good at making you feel like they're being authentic with you. Yeah. Because there are are some hints of that human characteristic deep down that needs that and wants that. But there's also that strong part of him that knows that that going that route will end up in distraught for him. So he he has a strong wall between it being real and it being just to get what he wants. Oh yeah, you know, and he he doesn't let it cross back over. Yeah, you know. So those are the guys. When I say fuck boy, fuck boys, yeah. those are the guys I'm talking about. You know. And if there's a full disclaimer, if there's any of those guys that are listening right now and you know who you are, if you are listening and you are doing those things, that's not cool. Because I feel like if you are in that state and you feel like that's the answer, it's really not the answer. And I'm telling you that from experience, you know, what I, you know, basically used to be in my past and my experience because I was that guy, you know. So the thing is, you're doing yourself more harm than you are doing good because really what you need to be doing is focusing on literally, you know, repairing, literally molding yourself back up to where all of what you're trying to feel of those voids and everything like that that you're trying to do yourself will never work because you're yeah. relying on your own strength and then now you're doing things that you don't normally do and then it's just yeah. like, oh. Well, let's get deeper into that as we get into your story. Yeah. You know, because you went through the healing process yeah. and got, you know, came out the other side. Yeah. Right. So, you know, kind of what it takes Mm -hmm. to make that transition. It's not easy. No, but we'll get to that. What I want to address first and foremost is how, how the fuck boy uses it, how the average guy uses it and then how it actually can be true. Right. You know, and how it can actually be beneficial for, you know, a potential lifelong part partnership and marriage, you know, like in your case. Yeah. So to start off with the fuckboys, the way that the fuckboys use it, they're the ones, they're still trying to live that single life, Yeah. right? But they want to get some from wherever they can get it, right? And they don't want to have the guilt of like making it seem like it wasn't just for sex, Yeah. right? Because they want to kind of maintain their own self, like reputation at the end of the day. They're trying to maintain that reputation. Mm-hmm. So they're doing things and saying things a certain way. Yeah. So that way they can get what they want out of you without damaging the reputation. Yeah. Ultimately. So that way they can continue going and doing their fuckboy shit. Mm. Right. These are the fuckboy fuckboys. You know, he doesn't want to put himself as the bad guy, you know, quote unquote, because he knows where to get around and then it'll yeah. fuck up his game in the everywhere else you know what i mean Mm. so these are the ones you got to really fucking uh be careful of right and you got to know how to spot spot them Mm -hmm. 
So what's one way to like spot this guy before you even start talking to him? I feel like it's literally because uh, you know how like the whole mimicking game. Like, mm-hmm. OK, let me take like a true gentleman mm-hmm. and let me just kind of acquire maybe some sort of qualities from him that I can sort of personalize in my own sort of facade yep. of what that is. And, you know, it could just be different things on like you said, him trying to smooth talk a lot. He's when, a smooth when, talker. When someone smooth talks, you got to you gotta discern, you know, this guy because it's just like, oh, he's saying all the, the right things. Everything sounds perfect of what I want to hear. Exactly. He's trying to woo it's me. It's too perfect. It's like almost, yeah, too fairy tellish. You yeah. Know? So you, you, should, you kind of need to look and discern that a little bit because it, it, it's not... <laughs> it's really not as clear cut as what that can be, you know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like in terms of like, oh, this guy is, you know, the best, the guy, or whatever. He's probably just saying stuff mm-hmm. just to get what he wants, just like you said, you know. Exactly. So really discern. He, have he, that he's one of the smoothest talkers you've yeah. ever heard. Yeah. You know, and that's how he is with everybody. He's yeah. super charming. Yeah. He's super, you know, uh, charismatic. Yeah. And he's he's really good with his words and he's really good at making you feel what he you want to feel. Mm-hmm. Right. And making you feel that sense of desire and all that. But here's how to know, like how to avoid that guy is like you also got to pay attention to his lifestyle. Yeah. Right. Oh, of course. Because if he's that guy. Right. Because there's charismatic guys out there that mm-hmm. aren't necessarily fuck boys. Right. Right. You know, but if he's living like a, a quote unquote party life or, you know, he's out there. I mean, that's obvious. And yeah, exactly. It's obvious. Yeah. Like you could check out his Instagram and figure out a lot about this guy. Ch- check who he's following. If he's following a lot of like attractive thirst trappy girls, you know, that means he's looking for that female attention constantly. Yeah. You know, he's trying to slide at a lot of these girls at the same time. He's looking to plant as many seeds as he can, yeah. you know, and then when he finds you, then like he he's playing the game on you. Yeah. So there, those there's ways to spot that dude. He's right. you know a lot of guys, those guys that you can't hide that he's got to be engaging with those girls that he's trying to sleep with. Yeah. Now if it's just regular girls, right? Like you can tell when a guy is following a girl because he's sexually attracted to her. Yeah. You know, or because oh she's just like an average girl, right? Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. So it's like that that that's a sign in itself is like check his lifestyle, check yeah. out who he's following, check out who he's interacting with cuz a lot of the times you're going to see this motherfucker pop up and like by so and so, like by so and so, like by so and so. It's yeah. like and if it's on pictures and the videos of yeah. like thirst trappy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a bit of a player. I'd also say see how how he handles his phone around you. Yeah. You know? I feel like that's if if you're looking for sort of signs that may not be things that you think about, you know, pay attention to to what that is cuz you know, of course is the obvious like maybe you're wondering why this man isn't getting messages or phone calls or something like that. And he might have like turned off his phone when he's with you or maybe put it on silent or something like that and he's not checking cuz there's like other messages from girls or people who yeah. you know and he's muting stuff or whatever like that cuz he wants to think that he's giving you all his time or whatever but yeah. you know, he he knows what he's doing, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So just pay it and then of course like if he has He's Anytime y'all out and he got his phone, like, he's turned super around. protective of his super phone. protective of it. Right. Know? This guy might even turn, you know, turn off the notifications for his messages. Yeah. 
while he's with you so that way it never pops up yeah or he even puts it on like uh do not disturb mode mm -hmm. so that way none of them like pop up that way he can leave it face up and yeah he, he don't have to worry about it yeah okay so then if he if he leaves here's a little tip <laughs> if he does leave his phone because if he does that and then he leaves his phone around you because he'll be more comfortable to leave it at the table and what, go to the bathroom while oh, you're yeah. at a restaurant oh, yeah. because he knows, well, nothing's going to pop up. <laughs> it's locked, right? But guess what? Even though it's locked, you could still swipe down on the top right of his iPhone <laughs> get and see, see whether or not that little moon icon is highlighted. Because <laughs> yeah. that moon icon is do not disturb. Yep. If that fucking thing is on, <laughs> you caught his ass, sister. <laughs> oh, man. Doesn't matter if it's locked or not. You got, you got, you could get straight into that thing. I'm done. And uh, yeah, you, you got his ass. 100%. And I mean, if he is. Someone who has, you know, say he does work, you know, a lot of the times, maybe he is working a lot of the times. But if you do know a little bit more about his life and his lifestyle and what his job entails and what his schedule is, and he always feels the need, like he's always busy or you guys make plans and he always maybe like maybe flakes a couple times or this and that. Just make sure he's not like, you know, telling you, hey, I'm here, but he's actually, you know, with another girl. Yeah. Well, see, this is why in all dating and relationships, you got to take your sweet ass time, girl. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, this could be for Do anyone not, who, who I mean, who were in relationships or something, because I feel like dating, of course, you may expect you're, yeah. you're not exclusive. So, I mean, things like that may happen. But yeah. Well, see, in the dating game, you want to take your time. Yeah. And get to know this guy. Do not emotionally invest. Right don't doesn't matter how smooth this guy is yeah keep him at arm's length until you find out all this information about him and can really discern accurately whether or not i think that's the person. main important key element is being patient yeah because a lot of the times like we want to have things now we want to feel yeah. like love we want you know this guy you know maybe he's doing the right things and everything and it's just like uh well i could wait but do i really want to wait you yeah. know what i'm saying like wait It'll be the best thing that you could possibly do well, because you are learning him. You know what I'm saying, and, and you're giving him time to like truly show his true colors. You know yep. what I'm saying, instead of just like exactly. going into something surface. I level. mean, it doesn't mean that you don't. You know, because everybody's different. Like, it doesn't mean that you can't still have your fun and like. You know, you should be. Honestly, like what we were talking about in the last episode is like being happy alone. Yeah. Is first and foremost. Right. Yeah. But girl, go do your go live your life, you know, like have your fun, but just protect your emotions most f first and foremost. Mm -hmm. So that way, when you do enter into a relationship, you're much more likely to find one that's successful yeah right because you're taking your time and doing your due diligence basically yeah to figure out whether or not this person is a potential life partner because at yeah. the end of the day that's the ultimate goal here yeah you know what i mean it's like you want to and until then you know just don't don't even sweat it have your expectations yeah you know at nothing build these friendships have your fun whatever and go ahead and you know do your due diligence and if he proves otherwise and then okay yeah because like a lot of the things we're talking about right now it scares everybody it's like okay now i have to be on edge with everybody i'm not saying every guy's like this <laughs> like there's a lot of great guys out there but i'm just giving you the ones to stay we're just giving you the ones to stay away from right and i was gonna say in my personal opinion ladies like don't give any guy the ability to even 
you know, have to like kind of, you know, uh, take on your emotional string, if that kind of makes sense. Like literally, exactly. I feel like when you are just so, so focused on, you know, your self growth and, you know, you're growing physically, spiritually, mentally, things like that, you know, that's way better than thinking that you need to go out, you know, with all these guys and do all these different things because yeah. the best guy that you're going to ever find is the one that comes into your life with while you're doing what you're doing for yourself to to grow, you yeah. know? So that's just my personal opinion right. is maybe you should just kind of stare clear of like thinking that you need to go out and find all these different guys and this and that because yeah, yeah. you know, when you put out that energy, like it, it it almost really never comes to be as a solid form of a relationship. It goes back lasting. to what we were saying last episode. With yeah. the, you know, go into the world with the intention of creating friendships. Yeah. Rather than relationships, yeah, you know, and then letting them organically play out, because 100%. now you're you're protecting your emotions, right, and you're not going in it with any expectations that could end up in disappointment, right. And if if the right guy, the what the right guy will do, and we're we're gonna get to it with like Romeo's case, is he will show you the signs that he's actually changing, that yeah. he's willing to be that person for you. He's gonna make those sacrifices if he really cares about you if he really is in love with you yeah trust me there is nothing us guys won't do when we're feeling that sense of like i love this person and yeah i don't care what i gotta do there's like literally i don't care what i gotta do facts right so facts. <laughs> you but it takes time for a guy to get to that point for him to want to be that way with you it takes time right and he's got to see certain things about you that will make him want to be that way. Mm. So, you know, we're we gonna get to it, girl. You know what I love? I love those videos of seeing those daily rituals from like people. You know what I'm saying? They wake up, and then you see like these cut of montages of throughout their entire day, mm -hmm. and it's such like a beautiful sort of sort of self care of like, you know all the different things that they got they wake up you know what i'm saying and you just take a nice shower you go to the gym you come back you know you get your little business or something like that you're trying something new maybe you're in a class you come back and it's just like this day it's of such full a perfect uh, of yeah it's like a perfect sort of i should do one self Mine is not like yeah, yeah, no it's amazing though because i feel like what it is is that sometimes yeah. people are bored yeah you know what i'm saying and it's just like oh since i'm bored i need to go out and do things yeah. it's like that goes back to the, <laughs> like you don't have to. That goes back to the being happy alone clip. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that mastering being happy alone, then it that becomes unnecessary. But yeah. I should do a montage like that. You know what you're gonna see? Oh you gonna man, see my ass fucking Huh? Okay. <laughs> uh, checking my phone, checking my emails. I got a fucking bro. I'm hit with a like a barrage. Of emails. <laughs> oh, shit. So bro, you know what the funniest video I've seen of you? <laughs> when you remember when quarantine first happened, oh, and then yeah. you had the, the video, the TikTok video of like you pick up the keys and you got yep. your phone and you you got the POV on you and you I got your, your shirt, your jacket on, and then you're walking out in the hallway, but you got no pants and you're like, oh, oh I shit, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, it's been so long. It's been so. Because <laughs> I swear to God, I'll get my day started. I'm like, I'm most of the time I'm pantsless. I'm 
pantsless right now. Oh, Y'all don't man. even know. <laughs> I'm playing. I was about to say. I'll, I'll, I'll be sitting there just in my underwear because I like. I like, don't get... make them think that you pantsless and we having a normal conversation. <laughs> no, like... we, both, we both pantsless right now. That's how we do it, baby. Strip down from the waist down. Oh, we should be in the ice bath if that's the case. Then, bro. <laughs> but, yo, that's literally how I get my day started. Yeah. I wake up. It's straight to my phone because it's got a barrage. I should take my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this ain't, like, the best. But, like, it's straight to the phone because I got a barrage of shit coming in and yeah. then I'm like shit I gotta wake up I gotta get going and I, it's like right away having my my breakfast my meal getting my energy drink sitting right in front of my uh, my laptop uh-huh. and I'm usually I, I don't even got no clothes on still I haven't even like taken the time to put them on yet cause I'm like I'm in a rush yeah, 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 get, yeah. get the shit done <laughs> and I'm sitting here with the windows open just in my underwear <laughs> <laughs> just going to town I'm like oh shit man. Oh, man maybe I should put some pants on <laughs> look a little decent I'm a little too comfortable all day <laughs> the neighbors don't seem to complain so fuck it oh man <laughs> so back to kind of what we were talking about like those are some of the signs to look for is his lifestyle how he is with his phone right how charismatic how he talks, is he yeah. is it too good to be true he's, he's too charismatic like pay attention to those things yeah. and may and and then you know do the calculation in your head on whether or not this guy's a fuckboy because if it, if he is doing all those things how he is like, on social media he's super charismatic he's a fuckboy on social media you know but he comes across as like the sweet charming guy yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. Then it's like, yo, he might be up to some chicatery. Yeah. But here's an an ultimate like tell is mm. like he's a breadcrumber. You know, y'all know what breadcrumbing is. It's where you're given the bare minimum, mm. bare minimum to keep you engaged with him, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So he he breadcrumbs you. You know, he he's not overly. Um, you know, pursuing you. Yeah. He's like keeping your interest. He knows how to play that game perfectly. Mm-hmm. Right. And when it comes to seeing you and treating you a certain way, like he's giving you basically the bare minimum. Yeah. He shows you a little bit of signs of like boy, be at boyfriend potential, but he never really goes like out of his way. Yeah. Or, you know, really sacrifices anything for you yeah it's really like really like a push and pull most of the time right so like it's like that's a clear tell that this guy ain't that serious so keep him at arm's length right or just like yeah like continue to play the field until you find a a better guy than him you know while you still figure him out right yeah or just like yo i don't i don't even want to waste my time you already got too many of the red flags one two three you out especially if you made things clear that like y'all are headed in this like direction and he's yeah. still like giving you the bare minimum like even after having that clarity you know yeah so so he's very yeah. ambiguous with his intentions yeah you know and we go <laughs> that's gonna come in the bonus episode what all these like ambiguous things that guys say what they actually mean oh man. we'll get to that later though so now okay let's they get listen to the- <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the average guy, okay? That that's the fuckboy yeah. version of like this scenario. Now the average guy, this is the guy who really doesn't have like that, uh, you know, this, this disdain for women, yeah. right? Or this like manipulative intention. Mm. But he ends up in a situation where he bit off more than he could chew, and it's literally when you boil it down, it's like from a lack of experience yeah right not knowing what he wants not knowing himself yeah you know and also being selfish in the way of like trying to get what he wants 
before he's actually ready for it yeah or getting into something just for the sake of getting into it because that's what he wants without fully like realizing whether or not it's right for him yeah right i made that mistake right because there was a time in my life Mm -hmm. where i was feeling super lonely like i was feeling this depression and this anxiety and i was just like stress was getting to me in my life because i had so much anxiety like with work and my business and i felt like i was just alone in this thing right you know what i mean i was like nobody gets me like nobody understands and i got nobody right i'm just by myself dealing with this and it was it, it was really getting to me yeah you know so it made me want somebody right and then when i found somebody that showed me just a hint of like hey we could actually be something serious like i tried so hard to make it work even though she wasn't the right person for Mm -hmm. me and i wasn't the right person for her right so i tried to ignore all that Mm -hmm. and i was stubborn about it Mm -hmm. and i know you ladies can relate and people listening can relate to this it's not that i had negative intentions yeah it's just i wanted what i wanted and i was trying to make it happen whether it was right or not right you know what i mean yeah and you know she was much more like she was much more like self-aware of the fact than i was right and she had much more like foresight to be able to see like yo we shouldn't cross that line and i mean i gotta give her a lot of credit even though she shattered my heart she you know she was right she was ultimately right and she the way she handled it like it wasn't fuck girlish at all she was trying to be very delicate with my emotions, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, in retrospect, I could see that. Yeah. You know? So that that's the person, and with her being delicate, this is where, you know, it's not you, it's me kind of comes in sometimes, right? Because she wants to be delicate with my emotions, and sometimes this goes vice versa. Right. She knows I'm in, like, kind of a distressed state. Right. Right? She knows that she don't want to add on to that. Mm-hmm. She don't doesn't want to, like shatter me Mm. you know so she's trying to be as careful as she can and then there's some cases where you don't know how this guy's going to handle that he might get he might handle rejection like very poorly he might get angry about it right and get more aggressive about it and frustrated and then you know some people you can't you know that that's why sometimes people ghost you know they sometimes people like feed them lies on what they want to hear just so they can exit the situation safely without it being something that's going to compromise their safety right i'm not saying that was the case here but yeah she truly was trying to be considerate for my emotions Mm -hmm. right and and she didn't really know how to go about it Mm -hmm. in retrospect i could see that now right right and i was just so stubborn like and i was just like so lost and i didn't want to believe it and that's ultimately what's happening with a lot of girls that go through this is like you're kind of being stubborn you know because you want to make it work even though you're not taking a bird's eye view and looking at the reasons why it's not right for you or him Mm. and if it's not maybe you think it's right for you but it's not for him now you're being selfish yeah because i was being selfish yeah i wanted to make it work but she knew it couldn't work it wasn't right for her Mm. right so i wasn't being considerate of her and what she needed so that was selfish of me right so in retrospect 
I see that. And I'm like actually much happier now that we didn't go that route. Because honestly, I wouldn't be sitting here right now talking to y'all. You know, I, there, there's a lot of reasons why things don't work out the way they do and how it can end up being better for you in the future. Yeah. Where it actually makes sense for you. Yeah. The, the next person actually makes sense. So be a little bit self-aware. I know it's really hard when you're like in that emotional state to really analyze and accept it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but that could be the case. And that's what's really driving you crazy. Yeah. You know, you, you're being a little stubborn because I know I was mm. right. Yeah, man, that, this man is opening up. I could also <laughs> say another reason, you know, that he may be doing this is because maybe he's, he has a, attachment issues. You know, he's afraid to commit fully because everyone has this. Not everyone, but of course, you see how prominent this issue is with trying to protect yourself. And every single thing that you do, and it can come across as being one foot in and one foot out relationships because you're like, I don't trust it fully. Yeah. And when you don't trust it fully in a relationship, it's almost deeming to fail and it's not security in it because now it's like, I have to protect myself from being rejected or at any point, maybe you can like break up with me or this and that. So now let me be the first one to do it. And now let me continue to do that before anyone could pull the trigger or be the first one to do that. Yeah. You know? Well, that's a person again... That's kind of like in that unintentional fuckboy phase. Yeah. Right? Because that's a person with a little bit of trauma yeah. in his life. Yeah. I think with uh, the, most guys, like they, they always say, I need to work on my, my career or focus on my work. Right? And that's a real thing. It's basically what it, this kind of goes along with what you just said as mm-hmm. well. When you boil it down, it's a level of uncertainty. Yeah. Right? Of whether or not they're going to be able to do both or handle both. Mm. Right? Because there's an uncertainty on whether or not he can trust that you're going to be somebody that's going to be conscious of those emotions or be conscious of his work life and his obligations. And maybe he thinks that he is unable to give you what you want as a girl friend or as a partner Yeah. because he's so invested in his career. And mm-hmm. that's a very important thing for us guys. I know 100% I'm like that yeah. because I know like I have to focus on my career. Yeah. I have to focus on my work because there's other people than me that depend on it or that, you know, that this ain't just about me. It's about a lot of these other people. I cannot neglect this. Yeah. Right. So I have to focus on it. Now, what has to happen, though, is like he has to communicate that this is what if we're trying to make something work, that this is what this comes with. My time and my, a lot of my attention is going to be focused on this. If you're okay with that, then we can work, you know, we can make something happen. Mm. But you got to be real with me on whether or not you're okay with that. Because if you say yes, and then later down the line, you start to feel this level of discomfort because, you know, you're not getting as much attention or my time or things like that. Yeah. You're not getting as much priority. Then that's going to become an issue. And then I'm going to be really frustrated because now I've opened myself up. Like you said, you were cool with it. I've opened myself up, gave you my emotions. I'm attached now. And now you're going back on what you said. Mm. And maybe you said it because you thought you could handle it or you could deal with it. Mm. And you couldn't. 
But see, I, I, I see where that is. And I, I think that most, most guys probably aren't honest with themselves on making that known and clear yeah. to their, their girl. And yeah. I think that's where the confusion comes because yeah. you realize that there's supposed to be balance with everything. Yeah. But if a guy is at a place where that is existing in his life and he's putting this front, you know, to where it's like at the forefront, then, you know, things need to be clear on where people are at. And I think right. really the mishaps and, you know, um, you know, things like that happen where in discrepancies where it's like it's not clear. And now yeah. you're going into this with sort of uh, uh, assumptions and sort of expectations that are being not met because of right. these sort of misconfusions and things like that. Well, so. yeah, and it's like, well, ladies, we, we can all, like, relate to this in some way. If, you got, if you're a career woman, you know how, much, how important that is to you and how much time and energy that takes. Like, if you're an independent woman, like we talked about, this guy's an independent man. He cares a lot about that. So it's like, you know, going into it with, an understanding that this is what's best, that this is what is a priority in his life, and I have to accept that because ultimately, it's what's best for both of you. If you, you know, yeah. and your guys' future. I mean, he's, a man provides security. Right. He's doing he like in his thirties. to work from like you know depending on when he really starts taking his like from the moment you exit high school and get yeah. into college it's like you, these next 10 to 15 20 years determine how you live for the rest of your life 100% you can't fucking drop the ball in this period of your life no. right and be fucking around and you know it's there's got to be a healthy balance and you yes. know any partner anybody who's a partner of somebody like that has to be really really understanding and like be okay with it like yeah. understand that that's for both of you and you will have your guys's time together and yeah. when it is you know it's going to be phenomenal like it's going to yeah. be great you're going to get all of him and whatnot but it's going to be bits and pieces here and there it's not going to be like high school love <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. it's not going to be like that yeah. at all so you have to understand what you're signing up for and he's got to do a good job of communicating that and being honest because this is the number one thing i see is like you know, he's always using that excuse, like, I need to focus on work. I need to focus on work. Mm. Well, if he really cares about you, he'll communicate what how, that this is what his work schedule is. And then he'll also, like, have that conversation with you. Like, okay, I know you want more, but, like, I need you to understand, like, this is what I'm dealing with. So if that's cool with you then okay we could take it that next to that next level right well i can make right. time when i can otherwise he's like, just using that excuse as an excuse yeah if he's not willing to have that conversation so if he does use that as an excuse then hit him back with okay well i totally understand that yeah and i'm willing to work with you yeah i, I respect that you're uh you know a hustler and that you're a career driven guy i totally understand yeah. i get that yeah right but you know i'm willing to you know, compliment that in whatever way I can. Cause like, I, I, you know, there's a connection here that yeah. I feel. And yeah. if you, if you really do feel that there's a connection as well, then you'll be willing to communicate. Okay. How can we make this work? Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, okay, we got to limit the amount of time that we see each other. You know, it's like, I, I we got to limit the amount of time that, you know, you're yeah. gonna, you're good, you know, but we're, we can actually, we could at least be official and exclusive with each other, mm -hmm. right? And have that openness and yeah. with each other, you know what I mean? So it's like, 
if as long as he sees that you're willing to have that conversation, then that'll open him up to having that conversation. And then you could determine whether or not it really is something that you can, you know. Yeah. Uh, if that's what you want in your relationship. Yeah, you know I agree. Mean? I feel like uh, sometimes what can be like really sort of detrimental problems in mm -hmm. relationships and marriages or any sort of d dynamic, you know, as such as when you depend too much on being with each other all the time. You know, so yeah. I, I do believe that space for one is That's good. That's so unrealistic. And I also off. believe that both should have some sort of a mission for their individual lives that they can even come and build together too. Yeah. But it should be never where now I'm depending so much on you for my happiness, for my to, to see like your effort and everything like that, where it has to be like pressure pressurized. Because right. I do think a healthy balance with everything is good, because if he does love you, he would make effort depending no, no matter what his sort of lifestyle schedule is. But it's also an understanding that I can't give you uh, so much that you, you probably want. And I'm doing the best that I possibly can. Right. So it should be an understanding on both parties with, OK, this is what you want. This is what you want. How can we mesh this together and mm -hmm. make it to where you know, you receive what you need. Because I do believe, yeah. too, that one of the best, most profound things I heard is uh, men, uh, you know, in our DNA is, is we require honor. And women, they require love. Yeah. So when you're able to, you know, ascertain and bring both of that at the forefront in a healthy way to where now you're considerate to each other on, you know, what that means and, you know, how you can give that to each other, mm. then that's where a healthy, fruitful relationship can come from. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I just think that, you know, maybe, you know, people got to Just some food for thought, baby. Just some food for thought. <laughs> just some food for thought. Just some food for thought. Here's another thing about the, just kind of piggybacking on the average guy. Like that also, like what I said before about him not really knowing, you know, and having kind of a level of inexperience or uh, not fully knowing himself. Yeah. Right. And him wanting what he wants. He that guy is also getting into it without really fully exploring his options and knowing what he wants because he doesn't know. He's just taking what's in front of him. So this guy, he might have a cure, uh, you know, a wandering eye. Mm. Right. He might have this wandering eye. And then while he's with you, he's like looking around. He's like, man, you know, I just realized I never there's too much. There's too much that also looks good for me. And I never really got to that he has an experience, exp uh, explore those options. So there's this level of like, what's the grass like on the other side? Man. Right. And that's, you know, tr that's that's the truth. That's the truth. I mean, I, I feel like. When I, speak I mean, on, when I speak on my situation, I, I, there is yeah. a relatability with that. We're going to get to And we're going to get into all of that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> so, he want, yeah, he wants, to see what's, um, he wants to see what's on the other side and, you know, you know kind of play the field a little bit more. He, he just realized he's jumping into something and he's, he's too young or he hasn't ha have had all that life experience. And he isn't sure about himself ultimately yeah that's why he's not sure about you mm. right mm. and honestly there's a way to deal with that there's a way to handle that yes. that guy and we're going to get to that but what i want to get to first is like how to tell whether or not he's that he's that type of person right mm. 
Because he, this is a guy. He's not going to be. He's using the, the excuse of it's not you, it's me, or I need to work on myself yeah. and all that for the reason of like trying to go explore these other options, right? Right. So he's somebody who he's not completely open with you, you know? Yeah. Because he's not sure how you're going to deal with it. There's like there's a level of lack of communication with him. Yeah. You know. You could tell that there's something bothering him, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to say it because yeah. he knows you're not going to want to hear it. Yeah, and um, that that that's a person you could tell he's got communication issues. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And that's what trust comes into because it's just like that. It's not all the way fully there because now it's like I can't be vulnerable, like right. to the point of expressing my true emotional right. how I feel like well, actually about something because I have to like put it on the back burner for the sake of your feelings right you know things like that like Alter- so. alternatively as well like he might be the type of person who does communicate those things or he does acknowledge his flaws mm. but the the thing is like he doesn't do anything about it like you don't see a change like he admits like yeah I got this problem I got you know these issues I, I, I you know I still have these bad habits or whatever. He admits it, that these are things he needs to work on. But they keep popping up. But he keeps doing it. Yeah. Right? And he keeps... that. What does that really mean? He doesn't want to yeah. grow out of it truly. Yeah. Because if he wants to, then he'll, he'll take... You'll see actions consistently yeah. that he's getting better. Mm-hmm. And he's coming out of that. You know, it might take some time. For him to fully come out of that, uh, his old habits or his old ways or his old his way of thinking, but he at least acknowledges it and he takes actions consistently towards it. But if he doesn't take no actions, that means he don't want. He's not done being like that. He doesn't want to give that up yet. Yeah, you know, because if mean? y'all are still having the same conversation months down the line and nothing has changed, then that's something where you have to reevaluate things. True. Yeah. Yeah, so just something to th- just something to look at and consider. It's like ask him about like his previous relationships and whatnot. You know, because uh, honestly, this is like a kind of guy who doesn't really have too many relationships. Yeah. If you think about it, that's why he's thinking and wondering about what's the grass like on the other side. Yeah. You know, if he says, "Oh, I've never been in a relationship. I've never really had anything like this before." Okay, if that's the case, like. Are you still curious, motherfucker? Like you still trying to like, or or, or you sure about what you what you need and who you are? Yeah. And you know I'm the one. Yeah. Or or well, what, actions what, will dictate that. Yeah, exactly. His words won't dictate anything. Well, yeah, exactly. It's more of what he does. That's right. What you There's going to be day. a conviction in him. Yeah. He's going to have way more decisiveness. Yeah. He's going to have a clear vision on what he wants in his life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then. When he has those things, if there's too much indecision and he's too much like up in the air yeah. about things, that's lack of experience. That means you don't have yourself figured out. Yeah. Right. But when you know yourself, then those answers are very clear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is the, what I want to do. This is the direction I'm going. This is what I need for my life. This is what, I, what my plan is for the future. If you don't got a plan, he's still like, it's all up in the air. Yeah. Then he's still. He don't know himself. He don't know himself, yeah. And he don't know what he needs. Mm. So he may very well down the line find out that you're not 
the right person for him. And then that's when that it's not you, it's me. It, yeah. You know, I need to work on myself. Excuse is going to come in. So these are just things to look out for yeah. in the beginning. So you, you don't end up there with that, that guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, you know, it's not like you need to like cut him off completely. Cause this is somebody you can still be friends with. Right. It doesn't mean he's a bad guy. Yeah. Right. It does not mean he's a bad guy, but he just like we're all still figuring shit out. It takes us time to yeah. figure it out. So it's just, again, protect your emotions. Right. That's all. I'm just telling you what to look out for. That's the bottom line. You can, you can, you know, keep him around as a friend. You guys can have a certain level of a relationship and whatnot. But you all got to be clear that, yeah, I, you don't want to commit to him because he don't have it figured out. Right. Figure it out. He wants to commit to you. It's like you don't have yourself figured figured out yet. I, I'm sorry. I can't commit to somebody yeah. that still has this level of uncertainty because you're, if you're uncertain about that, then ultimately what that means is that you're yeah. really uncertain about me. You just want what you want for now. We could be friends. We can, you know, maybe have some fun or whatever. It's up to you. But you don't want to emotionally commit to somebody that doesn't have it figured out yet keep him as a friend <laughs> yeah. and go, and then, you know, he's got to understand, you don't know if I'm the right person for you. Yeah. You don't even know yourself yet. How do you know I'm the right person for you? Yeah. Right. You've already shown me signs that are, you know, admitted. I, I don't know. So it's like, figure it out. And then maybe you're going to realize that I'm not the right person for you. So let's keep yeah. this as what it is. Yeah. Because eventually you might find somebody else and I might find somebody else. Right. Yeah. And we got to be happy for each other if, if that if that happens. Yeah. You know, there's a selflessness and, you know, you're coming out of love when you're when you have those intentions. Absolutely. You know, and that sort of that sort of conversation. You feel what I'm saying, ladies? How we doing so far? Is this, <laughs> is this resonating? I think they write down in any way. If it is for- resonating, smash that like button. If you didn't do it before, you better do it now. Come on now. Respect. We got, we trying to spread this knowledge. That's how we, that's how it, ha- it happens. This YouTube algorithm is a motherfucker. Yeah, we, we <laughs> hey, I'm just letting y'all I hope know. y'all dropping them comments. I'm letting too. y'all know right now that we, we, we can only be as raw as we possibly can. We've been yeah. so raw with y'all. We, we just, coming from experience. No and guys, filter. No guys filter. we know and. So, you know, places we've been, y- y- y'all see, I'm telling it <laughs> from personal experience. Yeah. And now we're going to get into what you've kind of gone through. Yeah. Right. And where it ended up. Because, man, this man is a living testimony. Man. To how this is like. Should be a movie. <laughs> you know, super necessary. So, like, I mean, if we're st- just to kind of take a bird's eye view, mm-hmm. like from the outside perspective, because I witnessed the entire thing from start to finish from the moment you guys met to the moment that happened yeah. right mm-hmm. and i was you know your boy was the best man up up there yeah. witnessing it firsthand <laughs> so when i say firsthand experience i'm telling you i witnessed the whole thing the ups the downs yeah. and the, the 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 evolution that time off and what happened during it and then where it ended up and then i saw the change in both of you mm. and i even talked to his wife and got her perspective as well, which I'm going to share with you. Mm. So let's first kind of acknowledge that both of you were trying to make something happen. Yeah. When it wasn't supposed to happen at that time. Yeah. So uh, 
take them back into kind of where you were in the relationship mm. at that time when it wa- when it wasn't really meant to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why why wasn't it working out? Yeah. You know, and yeah. why why did you guys even get there in the first place? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's a really good start. Um, so I can I can definitely say that um, going into it, well, going actually before that, I just got out of a relationship mm-hmm. and I just got out of living in another state, fresh new into a new city. Yeah. L.A. Albuquerque, L.A. Left. A, it was a past relationship that didn't work out where I was a stepdad. I spoke on that situation and everything like that and mm-hmm. how my mind frame was and how the dynamic was then. Coming into a new city with straight up the mindset of like, hey, I'm here for a purpose. I'm here for a mission. Um, I I don't know clearly exactly what that is, but I do Mm -hmm. know I need to be here. And with that said, literally, you know, coming out of a relationship already, you know, you have the mindset of like, I don't want to get in any other relationship right now. It's way too fresh. I'm literally just focused on me. I need to do what I need to do to like just, you know, build from here. I'm in a new city. I need to figure out things. I want to point something out real quick. The fact that you said you don't know what you're doing here. Yeah. But you know you need to be here. Yeah. And that you just said, I need to figure things out. Yeah. So this is kind of goes back to what I just said. It's Mm -hmm. like you're still uncertain. Like you have good intentions. Right. But there's a level of uncertainty. It's a level of uncertainty. So I just wanted to point that out. Go ahead. Absolutely. So. Literally, you fast forward to the second day mm-hmm. that I arrived in L.A. And I remember where all of the guys was up at the rooftop. Yep. And, you know, of course, we started our residency, you know, all of us coming yep. in, excited to start that. You know, that's another yep. sort of venture that we're doing in terms of coming fresh in the city or we're entertainment or like we're about to yep. experience all these things. So up there on the rooftop, that's where I met her. Yeah. And. It was just one of those things where, like, I found her attractive. Yeah. And I just, I seen her with her mom and her sister and her dog. And, you know, uh, I just felt the need and felt compelled to just say something, to just talk to her. And it was just one of those mindsets of, like, I find this person attractive. And I just want to, like, talk to them. Yeah. So we ended up talking. And um, I ended up, was very bold because I ended up talking to her mom. Mm -hmm. And her mom actually favored me. Right. And gave basically her sort of like, hey, like this guy is actually he seems like a like a nice guy, like give him a chance and everything mm-hmm. like that, you know, um, because she was in a position where she wasn't even dealing with anybody. She didn't want a relationship. She was yeah. coming straight from Texas, you know, on, on a basically mission to like build. And, yeah. you know, she was in a fresh new city. She wasn't there for that long or anything like right. that either. So, yeah, she had just moved here. She had just moved here, you know. Too. So it was one of those things where. You guys are both kind of in the we same. We both were literally, you, it's like a mirrored reflection. You guys of like, are the same person. Yeah. But like just like literally opposite gender. Exactly. Right? Because she was here pursuing entertainment as well. Yes. Music career, acting, and, yeah. you know, modeling and things like that. Very attractive young lady. And she, her mindset was kind of similar to yours in a way. Oh, yeah. You know? She made it known, too, that, like, there was no guys right. that she wanted to talk to, like, right. at all. You know, we ended up finding out that, you know, it was actually a couple guys that she was entertaining, sort of, or right. suitors, I guess, if you were. Right. But then at the same time. But at the same time, it was were, like. You know, both of you were. Exactly. Because you guys were, like, new to the city. There's new to the city. Meeting people. You know, you're you just know. getting out of relationships. You're yeah. like, man, I'm just, I'm appreciating the single way. I'm appreciating me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So just you chilling. We're like, both I, doing that. No pressure. So, you know, we met, we talk and everything, and then we established sort of this friendship as like months go down, right? Right. 
Because she wouldn't sleep with you at all at first. No, not at first, anything like that. And in my mind, of course, I'm in like, oh, let me just, I just want to have fun. Like, she seems like a nice girl and everything like that. I like her vibe. I like her energy. But I'm very sexually attracted to her. Yeah. And in that mind state, like, I was just like, like I said, you know, I didn't know myself. I didn't know anything of what I wanted to do. I just felt like I just wanted to have fun. Yeah. So with that said, it was just like, okay, she was a little different than, you know, sort of most girls, like, especially back in time when you like go back to touring days and this and that where like i wouldn't say there was like minimum effort but it was more of like okay it was an understanding and a dynamic where like we would go to new cities and stuff and it was just like hey do you want to have fun you want to have fun cool cool right but with her which you know it's fine which we're is not fine. knocking that just, that was you know i'm just yeah. we're just i'm literally just going back in time on telling you my yeah. past this is my testimony like literally yeah. from the past to now so basically we built that rapport up. She didn't want to do anything. And at first, I was just like, hmm, is it well, worth, worth, is it my, worth time? my time? You know what I'm saying? Because you, you think about that like as right. a guy. You're sometime. thinking about your dick. You're thinking about at that, that. At, at that, that time. point. Yeah. yeah. So basically, you know, I left. And I was just like, uh, let me just go and focus on me, do my thing. Right. And then I think it was about a week, actually, to where, you know, I was just thinking about her, too. And I was looking at her social media, and I was just like, yeah, something about her like uh, I need to maybe go back and talk to her and like let her know that hey can we just be friends and everything like that whatever that means you're not your expectations my expectations kind of like differentiated so I went and made that known to her and mm-hmm. we ended up just like building a friendship mm-hmm. and she was okay with that as long as we didn't try anything mm-hmm. that led to where emotions came over a period of time to of course you know things surface to where it's like okay now where is this kind of going mm. And it made, she made that known to me when I was still like sort of social media fuckboring around and everything yeah. like that. Well, she was just like, uh, yeah. well, I see you doing these things. And I just kind of thought we was in this direction. And this. She, we didn't make that clear. Yeah. So that's why I was doing those things. And so then, honestly, you're like, you were in your fuckboy stage. Like, yeah. In like mindset. Yeah. Not like unintentionally, but like, you know, that's kind of where you are. Because like what we were just talking about earlier is like the characteristics of that that guy who's charming, yeah. but also still flirting and like right. wanting to live his life and right. live that. So, so, you know, you were in that mindset. Yeah, and she pointed out. See, you're, you're following these girls. You're liking these these yeah. comments. Why should I give you like take you seriously? Right, right, right. You know, and then, she caught that about him. Exactly. So that's why we had to have a talk and make it known. Hey. Is yeah. this what it is? Are we exclusive? Is this, right. is this the direction we're going in? Because so, in, in your head, you're like, well, we're not exclusive. Why would I stop doing Yeah, exactly. Stuff? So that, with that being unclear, it's like, okay, there's, there's really no, like, security in this. So I'm like, I don't even think that it's really anything. We're just, like, kind of just going along with the right. flow and just being friends and just, yeah. like, that's what it is. So, so you had, made it clear to her that if we were exclusive, that would change. I made it clear to her, and this is very important to listen to, that if... If it was that and we were exclusive and we made that known, that this wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. You know? So we talked. We made it known we was going to be exclusive. And then, you know, that's where, you know, things kind of went into us getting together on Thanksgiving, literally that year. Mm, Like officially. Officially. Yeah. So by getting together, meaning like you guys were exclusive? Boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Exclusive. Now, is that the first time you guys hooked up as well? Um... I can't really remember. I knew it was like literally right around that time. Right around that time where things was like clear. That mm-hmm. that's when we actually. Gotcha. So it led to 
me having to basically move from where I was at because I was in Encino at the time and I yeah. was driving 20 minutes, 25 minutes every single time to like try to spend time with yeah. her and see her. So I was just like, being in Hollywood would make so much sense and I'm here and I wasn't really in a stable place, bro. Like I was, yeah. I was sleeping on the couch, like at, yeah. at a buddy's house. Here, right? I just moved here, so I was figuring out my even living situation. Right. So she had, she had a place and, you know, I was looking for places in Hollywood. So we basically decided that she offered to me, hey, why don't you just stay with me? Because, mm -hmm. you know, we're exclusive and everything like that. I was just like, you know, are you sure? Like, I, I, I could get my own place just down here. I'm looking and we did tours mm -hmm. and stuff. And I wasn't really in the right financial situation. Right. So it was like shitty places. Yeah, and this is a really stuff. tough city to like. Really get tough city. Started, and, and she's seen ask anybody. <laughs> and she's seen that. And she yeah. was just like, man, like, I don't really want you like any, you know what I'm saying? Like these kind of shitty places or whatever. Do you want to just stay with me? Right. So you guys move in together. So we move in together. After moving in together, I have to find a job. Because mind you, I'm still pretty much still new to the city. Yeah. And I don't have security yet. Because right. literally I poured everything into my past relationship right. because it was my ex and her son that I was taking care of. Yeah. So you didn't even have like any so savings. I didn't, I didn't have say I I literally spent and poured everything into, yeah. into that relationship. And you didn't really build anything for yourself during that time. No, and I'm young minded. Right. You know what I'm and saying? Then, like, like, I wanna mistakes. also add like while at that time when we were doing the residency, it was only like a once a week thing. So yeah. everybody that I told about it, I said, hey, look, this is only going to be this. Yeah. So like we're, you're going to have to have side hustles, but like only be a part of it. If like this is where you want to be, if it makes sense for you in yeah. the future and whatnot, like I'm going to give you something yeah. at least that can like be something that you could do like on a weekly basis right. as like a little bit of a thing and then you know as a way to meet people and all that and get your start out here exactly so look at it like that and you know some guys they came out here with that plan already like mm -hmm. situated some guys didn't you yeah. know but um yeah and it's really tough out here oh, you know yeah. what i mean yeah. so so you were looking for your job. I was looking for my job. I found one. Mm -hmm. And I was working at the uh, Wax Museum and the Guinness mm -hmm. World Records, literally here in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't really the best money I was making, but it was something. Yeah. And I was going to work every day. Mm -hmm. But I essentially was, it wasn't something that I wanted to do. And I felt myself sort of burning out like every single day because I was spending so much energy and time throughout that time. Yeah. So I had in my mind, I wanted to really accomplish something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I couldn't do that because I didn't have time or energy to do that. Right. So I fell into sort of this slight depression. Right. And I was just like, man, like... You're not where you want. I'm not where I want to be. You know, I'm supposed to be a man. I'm supposed to be taking care of you, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to have, a, uh, you know, taking care of, like, bills and all this other stuff for myself. Anything that we want to do, any experiences, you can't do none of that. Because I'm like, I don't have my stuff figured out. Yeah. You know, and it created issues for me. Right. And then I start... Uh, of what you were talking about in the past where past traumas and things like that would start surfacing for me, you know, attachment th issues and everything like that, mom issues and things and so, the whole like sort of me not knowing if this was something that I was ready for. Right. Because so, I was just like, oh, wait a minute, I'm, I'm fresh into it. Did I really, did I literally rush into a relationship? Did so, I think that I was ready for this? And I did. And there was. So I, now he starts second guessing himself. Yeah. Because he, he bit off more than he can chew, he realized, right? Yeah. That goes back to what we were just saying again, the level of uncertainty. And it's not saying that like he's a bad guy or whatever and he had malicious intent, right? You went into it, you genuinely loved her. Yeah, 100%. I, I saw, 100%. You know what I mean? 
but you didn't have your shit figured out no. and then it created these issues and then it created uh, like this curiosity that wandering eye like we were talking about i mean we could be honest about it and it's like uh, i didn't really get to live my life out here what i do love this girl but like so explain that for yeah me. i was gonna say i was gonna get into that so basically because i'm still new to la and i knew what, what la was especially being this big city and all this glamour and experience of course anybody that moves into this city you have curiosity it's like oh i don't just come in here knowing that i've done everything so basically getting into a relationship and having that in the back of your mind it sort of like ate at me to where it was just like wait a minute like i haven't really experienced anything in la right you know what is it like like out here so i always had questions of that and it wasn't wrong to think that right. it was natural because i was just like well, well that's how you you, you you were for the longest time. Let's just like call it what it is. Yeah. You had these fuckboy tendencies mm -hmm. for a long time, right? And it's like you didn't you didn't know how to break out of that. Yeah. Right? And it didn't happen until like a certain period, which we'll get to. Yeah. Right? Where it like actually happened. So let cause this is really fucking fascinating. Yeah. How a guy like you who yeah. gets as much attention as he gets, yeah. who, who who has like who had a certain mentality in the past, had a, a tr trauma growing up, and all this, yeah. and the transformation yeah. is like what? It's like how the hell did that happen? And yeah. like you got to give her a lot of credit. Oh, a hundred percent. Like a shit ton of credit for knowing how to navigate you. Yeah. She like, because to a certain degree, she could, she understood you. Yeah. That's why she could navigate you like almost not perfectly, but very well. Cause she can, she gets, she knows guys, she knows what the game is and she understands. Yeah. And she also understands you in particular. Yeah. And She's you know, smart. you know what I really felt like at that time, what I made to come to realize was I put it in a perspective of, oh, is this the right person, but the wrong time, mm. you know, meaning like, wait a minute. I feel like I, I relate with, like, I relate with you. I connect with you on su such a deep level, but why am I having sort of these thoughts? Why am I having, you know, these sort of, um, you know, um, you know, visions of different things that I think that, that I want to do or right. accomplish these or temptations. these temptations that's all around me and everything like that to where I'm not strong in myself. I'm not grounded. I'm not, I don't have my stuff figured out and I right. love you. So it's just like, man, like this is a hard situation to be in because now it's like, I, it's not like I can't change or I can't fix it. It was just that I didn't know how to. Let me ask a question for the audience hmm. because what they're thinking right now is you say you love her. Mm -hmm. How can you love her and still be looking at and being tempted by all these other people, you know? Because if you loved her, a lot of other people, they, that are, a lot of people who are in love, mm -hmm. they'll tell you, I, you know, I find nobody else attractive. Right. Right. So. You know what it was? Yeah. I loved her. Right. But I didn't love myself. Mm. And what I mean by that is that you can't love someone unconditionally if you don't love yourself unconditionally. And that's a very real thing. Mm. And that just means that, like, you know, you know, it's, it's a choice, too. And I feel like I didn't make that choice within myself because I felt like there was all these factors that determined 
my sort of depression, all this other stuff to where I didn't love myself yeah. and I didn't respect myself. Mm. So then all these situ- all these issues and things like that caused it on her. It wasn't like I didn't love her. Mm-hmm. It was just really these deep issues within myself that I yeah. did not find any sort of uh, answer or true motivation at the time to truly fix. Yeah. You know? And I think that's where um, the perspective was very truly um, brought at my attention. And yeah. what happened was over a period of time, it did cause issues. Right. You know? You were lacking self-validation. I was lacking self-validation. And, and you're using all this temptation to help fill that void. A hundred percent. Like entertaining things yeah, that I, I wasn't supposed to be now. entertaining. And yeah. it was wrong. And right. it was it was one of those things where I didn't feel right because I knew what she was giving me and I knew her putting aside what she didn't even want to bring or, or, or do in the first place, which was, you know, been a really, so now that she gives me a chance, you know, and we're in a relationship, it's like, I'm not living up to the expectation that I'm supposed to be living up with her because mm-hmm. of these issues within myself that I've had before I even got right. into this relationship. With well, her. also let's also, cause after talking to her, she was kind of also in a way in the same boat. Oh, yeah. But in her own way. In her own way. Right. So, so yeah, and then it got to a point where a decision had to be made on because, term, yeah. in terms of, like, us having to have a talk. Mm-hmm. Because what it was was I felt like I was still doing things that I wasn't supposed to do, that I really wanted to stop. Mm-hmm. But in a way, I knew where she was at, too, because we were at a place where we started to realize both of our vulnerabilities mm-hmm. and how broken we both were mm. and two broken people can't can't heal each other two broken people can't pour into each other so what happens is the more you stay the more you realize that oh this isn't really helping we're not progressing we're just right. retracting you know and it literally was uh, the only solution that i felt that like hey we have to end things because this feels like there's things that we both need to work on for ourselves in order to only make this work to come back as two different people, evolved people. Right. Because it will never work how we still are right now right. because we are broken, essentially. And it started coming out and colors started coming out within a relationship as months and months went by to where we started seeing the things that we never wanted to show anybody. But it just literally came out to where insecurities, all this other stuff yeah. within ourselves, all our issues and stuff. And it was just something where we really had to put it in perspective on. This was the answer. And this is a solution. So as much as we didn't want to. Let me ask a question for the audience again, because this is the number one comment in that video. Yeah. Is why couldn't you fix these in the relationship? If you truly love the person, why couldn't you make it work and evolve and heal yourselves during the relationship? You said one thing, Mm -hmm. you know, acknowledging that you're both broken people. Yeah. And when you're both broken and you both have your own issues to focus on. Yeah. Like you're unable to heal each other exactly and you're unable to heal yourself yeah because here's another thing that somebody else wrote in the comment section yeah is saying that sometimes in a relationship you're so focused on the other person mm-hmm. that you neglect yourself and your own issues that mm-hmm. you have to fix and that's exactly what it was right because we was playing house yeah. essentially it was like all of our focus was on each other mm-hmm. where it took it off of us right. and when that happens, it's like, oh, you're not literally dealing with life. You're masking it with 
playing this fairy tale sort of life that now, because that wasn't very much dealt with, mm-hmm. is creeping into what this whole fairy tale is supposed to be to like break it to the true reality of what it is. Right. You know? And I think that's something to really, uh, you know, for people to really understand, you know? So let you guys have the conversation. Yeah. You guys both acknowledge what it is. Yeah. I'm sure I know actually firsthand that it was a really tough <laughs> separation in the beginning. Oh, yeah. It's one of those talks nobody wants to have. Yeah. It's, it's like one of those things where you can either take the cowardly route mm-hmm. where you literally just and it, leave. Right. Or you take the route that you're supposed to take when you look somebody right. that you love dearly in the eye and tell them all the, the issues that you have, all the right. things that aren't working right now and what is the decision that's the toughest decision that you need to make. Mm-hmm. And it literally is one of the things that eats at you because you don't want to make it, but yeah. you know you have to. Right. Can I share? I want to share something, and it's a little bit personal about you. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was there during this whole period when you guys um, took this time off. And I know a lot of people are thinking that might be listening right now mm-hmm. that then it was never true love to begin with, right? And, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can tell you just from witnessing. You're, you, yeah. you know, where, where you were at and how you felt afterwards, yeah. you know, and the, the things you did afterwards and like knowing you as well as I know you and understanding you because you are a complex person like emotionally. Yeah. Right. But things that stood out to me is like, first off, I've never witnessed you cry before. Yeah. Ever. And then I remember after you guys broke up, I gave you, you know, well, I don't want to mention that. No, I remember, I remember this. Well, this night there was, um, you stayed at my place for like a couple days. Yeah. Just until you figured out something else. Yeah. And um, there was one of those nights where you, I could tell you were kind of going through it mm-hmm. and you were trying to hide it. And mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to be a friend and be there for you. So I was, like, trying to, like, get you to open up and, like, tell you, hey, I'm somebody you could talk to, bro. Like, I got you. And, yeah. and then it just, like, spilled out of you. And, like, you started to break down. And, you know, you know like, uh, we, we were, I was hugging you. Yeah. And I could feel you, like, you know, crying. Yeah. And that, to me... Is like okay, this is this is real, yeah, super real, you know what I mean? Because I've witnessed how he is, you know, when it's not real, yeah. Okay, I've seen all sides of you in that way, mm-hmm. right? So I knew it was tough for you, and there was the demons that you were fighting, yeah. That that sort of level of like disappointment you had in yourself, yeah, and you know. Uh, this frustration that you had that you weren't able to make this thing work with this person that you truly did love. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Well said. But like one thing I want to like give you, you guys both credit for is like the level of maturity and self-awareness that you guys had to be able to even like acknowledge it in the first place and then pull the trigger to like take the, the steps 
to that were necessary for the betterment of both of you. Right. Right. Absolutely. So let's talk about now, like what those things were that happened during that time, Mm -hmm. because then this is going to tie into why it was necessary. Yeah. And then how you guys both evolved and then reconnected because you guys both went into it almost willing and acknowledging the fact that, hey, I might have to let this person go and she might find somebody else. Yeah. You know, but if that's what's best for her, I'm going to trust that she's going to take the steps and make the best decisions for her. And I have to be okay with that. Absolutely. Right. And vice versa. And that was one of the things that I truly accepted. Number one Mm -hmm. was that because I knew that this very could have well been my person for mm-hmm. the rest of my life. And I had to be okay with letting her go, knowing that that could have been a reality very well much. Mm-hmm. Like her finding somebody that mm-hmm. she s- are supposed to be with, whatever that means, and that right. I'm not that guy. So what happens when people are hurt? What happens when you try to like get over things? You go out and try to mask it. Yep. You, you, you go to parties, you know, you start to like play the field. You do this and these things where now I'm like, OK, the things that I thought that I wanted to do. Now, let me p- put that in perspective. Let me go now, see what the grass. Is let like. me see if the grass is greener. You know, right. Let me. And at the same time, let me. Let me try, try to, get, to get see if I'm healing myself. Let me, let me try heal to... myself through this validation. Exactly. This cheap validation. That exactly. I'm yeah. and, and that's exactly the perfect description. It's cheap validation. So I'm going out doing these things because it's like, oh, I haven't experienced this in LA, right? Right. So maybe this is the time where I do it. Yep. So I go and do it. I experience LA, whatever that's supposed to mean. Mm-hmm. And then I really start to realize that, like, oh, this isn't what I really want. This is only a temporary sort of gain or pleasure for, you know, the things that I don't really want to deal with. And I th- I'm thinking these are the, the solutions. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, let me see how many people I can go out and, and, and uh, talk to. Let me go and, you know, put everything like that at the forefront where entertainment and, and drugs and all this stuff is like at the forefront. And then I realized for myself that like you what truly matters in my life and then you start to really have that person in the back of your mind still as you're going through mm-hmm. you, whatever you feel that you're supposed to be going through right and then you get this transition to where now it's like okay i've done that so let me try the whole working on myself thing mm-hmm. let me see how that will be let me go to the gym let me try to read let me try to meditate or whatever that is let me try to do these things that i can now sort of build up my confidence and self-esteem again yeah. to where now I don't have to worry about emotions or let use, anything use outside or dwell on anything that I've been dwelling with already right. dwelling on, you know, since we broke up. Right. So I do that. And then as I do that, I get a big opportunity. Mm-hmm. I end up booking a TV show. The Tyler Perry series. And you know what happens? Mm-hmm. I end up booking another TV show. Mm-hmm. I end up getting a car. Like a really nice car for my first. I end up getting a brand new apartment. Mm-hmm. I end up really finding my worth or value as a man. And it, let me point something out. It wasn't until you stopped, like seeking outside validation, that all that stuff started to happen. Right. Because I was like here the whole time. Like we were still like seeing each other on like you know several times a week. And yeah, you know I was here when you. Uh, 
filmed your I filmed his audition tape for that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And I, I you know, your focus was really on you. You were meditating, going to the gym, you were doing all this self development. You were focusing on yourself. Yeah. Right? Instead of like going out and seeking that from other people. Like right. you know what I mean? Like you start like you would still like you weaned off of it tremendously. Yeah. And you started to put more most of that priority on yourself. Yeah. And that was the 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 turning point. And that's when all these these things started happening for you. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And then now it's like, okay, I acquire all these things, right? Mm-hmm. And then I even realized for myself that like I'm supposed to feel like I made it. Right. I'm supposed to have truth in my life. I'm supposed to have my answers figured out. Yes. I'm supposed to is the key to that. Yeah, I want to I want yeah, I want to highlight this because that this is like a big thing. This is like a a pretty deep thing too. Yeah. You know. But like go ahead and continue. I like the reason that's su- such a interesting thing is like people think they need all these like accolades and you know, accomplishments and money and whatnot to feel that fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And you got it. Oh, like, I reached it. I got it. Yeah, you, you, it happened for you. And Literally then, at the palm of my and hand. And then continue on how you were feeling during that time. And I didn't feel fulfillment. I, not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. I relied on what I felt was materialistic or accolades or status or self-worth. To, to, to be like, okay, this was everything that is supposed to be fulfillment yeah. for my it, life. Let's, let's not, like, let's not discount what that does for you as a person. Like, just, like, it is still a positive thing. No, I'm not, I'm self-val- not knocking that. Yeah, I'm to, not knocking for the that. self-validation, for the, uh, you know, building your self-esteem. It, it covers that area. Yeah. But us humans, we're very complicated, right? And we're oh, yeah. very, you know, we need more than just that. Yeah. That's just a piece of the puzzle oh, and a slice of the pie, right? And that's the only thing I want to, like, point out here yeah. is that, you know, some people think that that's a majority of the pie. It's not. Yeah. And, no. and once you, <laughs> not. Once you not. get it, you realize what we're talking about. It, it, it does help. You know, it alleviates a lot of stress in, in cases, the financial stress and all this. You know, but it's it's not. There's other parts of it that are very important as well. Oh yeah, and then I realized that like all of the people that acquired wealth, all of the people that are successful, that I thought were happy, or I thought were abundantly joyful, or in their life because they were at the top, or they made it, or they got what they wanted in their right. lives from all this working and stuff, and they were empty. And I I've related with that, and I was just like. Wait a minute, all these people time. that I thought, I, I'm literally right there with them now. Right. And I, I went in the, sort of the same direction to sort of feel that. So now I'm asking myself more questions. I'm like, why am I not fulfilled? What else do I need like, in my, my spirit? Because all this stuff was like external things, right? Mm-hmm. So then you fast forward where we get sort of a little bit reconnected. But mm-hmm. what happened was I realized what she was doing in her journey. And that whole time where we were away, yeah. yeah, initially she was doing the same thing and trying to mask up a party and doing this and that. But she came to the conclusion very well that her brokenness led to her finding something more that allowed her to heal fruitfully. Yeah. 
And more than she could ever do by herself. Right. And I, um, maybe this is kind of where I should come in and give her point of view because I spoke with her. Yeah. And this is what was happening on her side. Yeah. You know, so she also had the, the, the realization that she had to heal from past trauma. Yeah. You know, and that was not an easy task for her. She felt this emptiness like that she was just a shell of a human being. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she had her past and her ways and her lifestyle and all that. And when all that, your guys' relationship, like, kind of quote unquote crumbled yeah you know if it, it left her kind of like lost yeah right yeah and one thing that helped her tremendously and like if you haven't <laughs> figured this out about romeo yet <laughs> is like she found she found god yeah right and this was a guiding light for her right and it was profound and i've seen how the impact it's had on you and i've also witnessed the impact that it's had on her because, you know, if I'll be fully transparent and honest with you, like while you guys were together in the beginning, personally, as as your friend, as like one of your best friends and, you know, somebody that I like you being somebody that I care about a lot. I wasn't always sure about her. Yeah. You know, because I saw some of the like things and the demons and that she was fighting. Yeah. You know, and like because we all have them. Yeah, Nobody's exactly. Perfect. <laughs> I wasn't completely sure about her and there was always like this like sense of unease inside of me but like again I'm, I want you to do what makes you happy so you know I'm gonna be here for you advise you but like that person I was like uh like if you can make it work bro like I'm happy for you yeah but like you know just yeah. be careful is kind of like where my attitude was yeah you know, and then she went through this transformation, you know, and come to find out she was like just getting closer to her faith. And she it was be, acting as like a guide for her, you know, from, you know, if I'm going to put this in perspective for people who are listening, mm -hmm. that was her source of like guidance and direction. And it, it fulfilled you guys. And you got you can talk about like how, what it did for you, like, yeah. in, you know, more specific terms. Mm -hmm. But like, um that's what she needed because she didn't have any sort of thing like that, any sort of direction at all. And this was something that gave her that. Mm -hmm. And so, and it f started to fill her up, you know, with that uh, self worth and value and whatnot, but through faith. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, and she started to learn the value. This is some, a couple quotes that she said to me and that stuck out that I, I noted. Uh -huh. That she was willing to let you go because mm -hmm. she started to really be more solid in her value, mm -hmm. knowing that you may have to go see and figure things out on your own. But at the end of the day, I'm solid in who I am yeah. and what I, who, you know, what I bring to the table, however you want to put it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that other person, this is her quotes, sometimes that other person needs to go see yeah. so that they can look back and realize the true emotional connection that you guys that we had, had. Yeah. Right. And how invaluable that is. Yeah. That you won't find that anywhere. Right. Else. So, and she was confident in that. Yeah. Right. Because at the end of the day, when you started to voice your concerns and like, and, uh, 
the things that you had to deal with and that you needed to figure this out and you, that you you guys may need to at first she wasn't like receptive receptive of it yeah but then she can kind of came to the realization of like hey well, i don't want to force you yeah like you can't force the other person no. you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like okay go figure it out it's like that is almost like a turn off to me because that it's like you need to go figure yourself out. I don't want to be with somebody who doesn't figure have themselves figure out and isn't sure about me. Right. Right. This is kind of like her what, what her mindset was. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, she realized I can also use this opportunity to f- finally fix some of the, the the trauma that I have. Yeah. And finally heal myself. Yeah. And also finally start to address some of the other th- people in my life. And, and repair some of those relationships that I might have neglected. Like she pointed, she noted her sister, mm-hmm. right? And she she actually pointed that out as being something that was like a great coping mechanism for her mm-hmm. as like helping others. Yeah. And then she came to the realization that everything that you do during that healing process, mm-hmm. it's like you're being selfless in your end goal of trying to help other people. So yeah. you're making yourself better, but with the intention of making other people better. Yeah. Like being better so I could help my sister, being better so I could help my mom, being better so I could be a better partner, being better, being selfish in that way, like of healing yourself Yeah. To with the intent of being selfless. Yeah. Right? As an end result. Yeah. And doing things that I love. Because so, the way she... She put it to you when you guys did separate. She made it clear that, hey, go figure yourself out, but don't think this is a key component. It's yeah. like, don't think that I'm just, oh, I'm just going to be here waiting for you. Right. Right. You have to realize that because otherwise the other person, if they think that, then they're going to k- try to keep coming back. Because they know that you're always there. Right. So you got to actually be somebody who's willing to walk away. Yeah. Heal yourself and then go truly find what's best for you. Right. Because that's the only way the other person is going to seriously change if they are serious about you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so you have to almost trust and be okay with letting the other person go as well. And um, but you, you, you let him know that like out of love, like I, I love I still like love and respect you as a friend. And I trust that you're going to do what's best for you. But also know that, like, I can't just be waiting around, mm. right? Mm. And, you know, uh, you have to be okay with that, as yeah. I'm okay with you yeah. right now walking away. Like, we're both uh, approaching this, like, out of, like, respect for each other and love for each other. Because that's the only way that it can later come back to truly be something like what it ended up being. Right. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I think it's, it's, it's amazing how this whole thing kind of went because then you realize that it almost turns into something supernatural. But yeah. the only way that is up to happen, because like I told you, I I still needed the heal, even after accomplishing all these things. So with me still needing a heal and her already healing, but not having really much, I seen that light in her mm. and I wanted it. And I was just like, yeah, why am I not still? But you are, I see sort of this strength. I see this confidence. I see this clarity. I see this mm-hmm. direction in your life. And I realized that, like, okay, I want to do what you're doing. She ended up even making a decision on being celibate. Right. Because it's the purity factor from realizing that, hey, 
I'm going to do everything, um, you know, basically righteously, right. you know, from, you know, from God that I'm going to, I can't heal myself, that God is the only way that I'm able to heal because I realized that I'm trying. I kept trying. I kept trying to rely on my own strength. I kept trying to, you know, heal myself or whatever that is doing all this and doing this and that, but it didn't work. Right. So this did work. So it's like, okay, and let me do that. that. It's I like, seen okay, it. That's what I want. Cause you're feeling like. Yo, I got the 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 material things and the material. Well, it's not only that, that, but then even with that, I was still helping people. I was still being a good person. Mm-hmm. I was. Right. Because I'm like, okay, let me be a better person or whatever that means. Mm. But I wasn't healed. I was still helping people. I was doing this and that. But then I'm like, okay, what is that factor? So I remember it so vividly mm-hmm. that she did have that conversation with me. Hey, this is where I'm at. And... If this is not something that you can, you know, kind of do or, you know, decide to make a change in your life, then right. we can't be together romantically. Yeah. So it was that survival mechanism in a man that really just kind of, you know, turns on that like, wow, like I could really lose this person forever. And it's like, OK, let me let me try to put that in perspective of wanting what you have. Also, really, truly changing myself, even yeah. after all of this thing. So I remember, you know, her inviting me to church. I remember me being prayed over i remember what i've learned of spiritual warfare Mm -hmm. you know and then all of this stuff it put it into great perspective that all these demons and all this other stuff it was a battle of literally my spirit of like okay it was still tugging me down of like hey you're not you're still not worthy you've done all this stuff you know what i'm saying but you're like where's that fulfillment so now i'm like okay let me just go all in right let me literally surrender myself of everything worldly that i used to be even materialism, even success, even status. Yeah. I did that. I started doing the actions of what she was doing, going to church, praying, you know, building my faith, yeah. literally building my relationship with God. Yeah. And then I started seeing sort of a supernatural uh, transformation and revival within myself that the healing that I needed the most yeah. was actually coming into fruition in such a profound way. Yeah. And then I started feeling the light within me. And then I started realizing that, hey, this is something that we needed, yeah. you know? And then literally, I, we started to really believe, I guess, within our own rights that like, yo, it, for us to have to come back to do this together, yeah, this is the only way. Yeah. Because then you realize it's not just talk anymore. Right. It's like, okay, we're making the action. I wouldn't have ever made this change on my own. Right. Ever. But through this, through God, he was able to transform me. He right. was able to transform you. He was able to bring us closer to him yep. than inevitably bring us closer to each other. Right. Because it's like that triangle where we're like at the corners right. and we're going to inevitably. Because I realized this, that anyone could pour into their partner, but who was pouring into them? Mm. Mm. What's going to happen? You're going to eventually both yeah. burn out on same issues and things like that are going to keep happening and happening and happening yeah. because... You're relying on one, your own understanding. You're relying on your own strength to where now it's like, but how am I getting rejuvenated? How how am I pouring into, who's pouring into me to do this? Because that's what you do in a relationship. That's what you do in a marriage. You pour into each other. You love each other. But you're never going to have this ultimate fulfillment of what it means to fruitfully be in a marriage or relationship longevity-wise that's strong, 100% faithful if this isn't at the forefront. Yeah. And that's when we realized that that was the strength. That was your guys's and the key. It was the key. And then I realized, even for myself, of how I was. Right. 
and, and I want everyone to hear this, of how I was, of everything we explained, how is it that I make the decision to be celibate? Mm-hmm. How is it that I make the decision to literally confess all of my past ways and sins and, and things that I struggled with? Yeah. Lust, girls, all this stuff, like money, uh, adultery, all this stuff, to where how was I able to suppress all of that yeah. and live in the fruit of the spirit, which is peace, joy, abundance, self-control, yeah. everything like that. It was no other way yeah. for me. And I was just like, man, like this is something that is like a life hack. Like, man, what's going on? So now I'm like, I'm ultimately transforming. Right. She's transformed. Now we evolved into another. Now it's like, okay, now let's, let's see about doing this again. Right. So now I chose to be celibate. She was already celibate. Mm-hmm. Now we are even at the, the point in the perspective of, okay, I really want this with you. I really want this with you. And mm-hmm. now we have God at the forefront. Now we're building our relationship. Now he's given us instruction. Now he's yeah. pouring into us to where now we are healed. Now we have strength. Now we have everything that we need to pour into each other because we're being poured into. So right. now it's like, let's do everything the right way. Right. Now purity is at the forefront. Now, we get, now, now it's like, okay, I want to marry you. That was kind of sort of, it wasn't a clear like type of statement of like, hey, I want to marry you, but now we knew where we were going. Mm. And then we also knew that if that was going to happen, it eventually led to literally like, okay, we're not going to live together until I marry you. Yeah, because you're doing everything by. We're not going to sleep over anywhere uh, over each other's place until we marry and we we make that decision. We're not going to sleep together until we get married. Mm-hmm. So literally, I'm li- it's happening so fast mm-hmm. for me to where I'm like, this is almost unreal. Because you think that even as a, for a guy that used to be in this position of so royally, right. of being a player, of being this guy, a fuckboy, whatever you want to call it, excuse my French, that mm. he's, he's literally changing so fast. What is the reason behind this? Yeah. Oh, the girls are thinking, women are thinking right now, Oh, I want my guy to be like, how is this? Well, yeah. But I'm, I want to, I'm, I'm literally, yeah. can I just like finish this? Mm-hmm. Like that it happened so fast and it wasn't on my timeline. Like, cause I told myself so much that, oh, it needs to take all this time. Oh, I need to like, it's going to take time. You're going to have to wait for me or like this and that. I'm sorry. Like I can't be on that same direction. It's going to be so much time that I got to right. wait in order for that to happen. But that did not happen. It wasn't on my timeline. It was on God's timeline and he changed me and yeah. it literally happened in, Literally within weeks, two weeks and everything like that to where I started noticing that, like, I could have never done this on my own. Yeah. We got back together. We got married. And we're doing things and so much more and so much more on a uh, literally a, a long lasting, fruitful, uh, loving, faithful basis. And yeah. now I can, I'm not that same guy. Right. Everything that I've struggled with, I don't struggle with anymore. You know, right. everything is so directed at loving her so truly that she's my wife, that we're building, that we're doing God's mission, yeah. that we're literally becoming supernatural. We're becoming holy. We're becoming yeah. righteous. And it's the best feeling ever. And that's what changed everything for us, that if we relied on our own strength, we would, this would have never right. worked, ever. Right. That this was the only way it was Yeah, that work. was like the biggest catalyst for both of you. Yeah. And you know what I like kind of looking at it? From like an outside perspective, because I know there's probably a lot of people listening here who maybe you don't share um, like a religious kind of uh, lifestyle or faith or anything like that. Like I'll fully admit I'm not like a very religious person. Can I say something real quick? 
Well, what I, I don't want to get the perception mm-hmm. that we're religious. I want to get the perception that it's relationship. Because that's what the faith is. Even if I'm just going to throw it out there, it's relationship. It's not religion. Right. It's a relationship with God. (laughs) It's relationship with God, with Christ. I know. Yeah. I'm I'm saying it that way because I know people are. are I know. Yeah. A lot of people. That's why I wanted to just kind of clear it up like that. Just so they Maybe thinking of it that way. Right. So as you're listening to this, it's like, well, I'm not really a religious person. You know, I'm not sure if like that's what's right for me or whatever it's like but here's the thing that i want to like to help whoever might be listening like understand what was happening and you can uh correct me if i'm wrong mm-hmm. but what i realize about you is like that thing that you were lacking and the thing that you've never had really in your life and neither did she truly to the fullest extent is like the spiritual wisdom yeah right the spiritual fulfillment yeah. Not just like this, you know, materialistic fulfillment, financial fulfillment, this, you know, validation, which is like this, uh, you know, self-fulfillment. And but because it's tangible. But it's like there's a there's this <laughs> thing called spiritual fulfillment where it's like, you know, your spirit, your morality, your ethics and your guidance in in those things are like clear. And un, you have a strong understanding yeah. of what your morality is and what your ethics are yeah. and like kind of what your code as a human like in humanity is right like that's kind of like a spiritual thing mm-hmm. you know that you you don't get unless you have some sort of guidance in that direction and you you know you we're not trying to say that like there's a one uh one and all that's because i'm not a religious person but I, I feel like because i've had so much exposure to you know, religious people or spiritual people and whatnot. It's like, and you know, my parents did a really good job on like giving me instilling ethics and morals and, you know, things like that. It's like kind of, and you know, there might be a lot of listeners who kind of feel the same way, Hmm. you know what I mean? And it's like when a guy or a girl doesn't have that Mm -hmm. moral guidance, that ethical guidance, and there's really no reason for them not to do the things that they're doing that they know they shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm because that moral guidance isn't strong or their ethics aren't strong, yeah. then they're going to do it, you know? But for you and her, it's like such a lack of that. It's like growing up, when it hits you, it's like this, it's like being completely dehydrated in the desert for so long, yeah, right? And then you get this, the most refreshing taste of water just filling you up and it's like holy cow like i need like i needed this so bad yeah right and it's like i don't want to do anything that doesn't continue to have this fill me up the way that it is oh yeah you know what i mean so like for the people that are listening that might not fully be able to wrap their head around what you're describing Mm. like that that's really what it is you know what i mean and you you know, people find that in different ways, whether it's through a relationship with God or whether it's through, you know, the way they were raised. But it's something that is very important, you know, to fully feel that fulfillment of like, you know, like what you were talking about, like purpose and, you know, guidance and direction. Yeah. It's like you need to have your moral code and your ethics and your that be strong 
You know yeah. what I mean? Because it, it ultimately what it boils down to is like a selflessness. It's like not a, about you anymore. Yeah. Right? It's mm. it, like you're the least important person in the equation. You live to serve, right? Live yeah. To, live to serve Well, God. you live to love. Live to love. Because and, that's ultimately serving right. the self. Exactly. So you're serving others, serving God, serving your partner, right? Everything that you're doing for yourself is ultimately... a, a in turn in service to others right and it's in service to god or what you know whoever's listening whatever that case may be that's an important thing to have in a person Mm. right in a partner right and if they don't quite have that figured out you know you you kind of you know need to be sure if they're on the same wavelength as you because like another way to look at it is like let's say you go you're going through the same exact situation that he's going through and you're a broke you know you you're both in two places where you guys know you need to fix some things and heal some mm. things right and let's say you start to do that self improvement or self you know uh work on yourself in whatever way that works for you and now all of a sudden you're you're on the right track you're you're on your goals you're on your purpose you have a clear direction and then your your man sees like oh wow he's she's a new person now yeah she's evolved she's turned into like a person with a clear direction a clear purpose a, you know she knows what she wants and these are her habits in order for her to get there right but also now, don't get busyness Confused with productiveness. Right. Productiveness is like going after the goals, your purpose, and your... your um, well, ultimately, it's growing you. Growing you. Because... Yeah, that's the word. Like, literally, you can rely on all these tangible things, yeah, but yeah. how are you truly growing or knowing that right. you're just surface level growing because now it's just like tangible knowledge or tangible skills that you're only building, but exactly. deep down internally, you're you're not really still like, right. so it's like, you have to really find a deep why for yourself. Right. And just speaking on my perspective and her perspective on how we were, this revival and this transformation that's yeah. so profound and different, yeah. truly at the forefront. So wait, what made you realize that? That I needed to see how real this was. Mm-hmm. I needed to see the proof that was in the pudding for if I was diving all into this, Yeah. not just what I was experiencing, but what, what I read, what I got from yeah. the word that really applied to my life and what I seen actually happen. Proof. Mm. And literally, I look at it and in, in our perspectives as me and my, my wife yeah. of our true change and revival and transformation of how we are now is that, you know, we, we do these things. Even in the Bible, it's like, you know, um, before, uh, basic instructions before leaving earth, before yeah. leaving earth, you know, Bible. And it's a verse that, or a scripture that, you know, we love that puts this into perspective as well. And this seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added to you. Mm. And these things were added to us in our lives. Another one, he who loses his life will find it. Mm. I rid it myself and I found something greater. Mm-hmm. Just like they say, you know, for a man, a wife will multiply. Yeah. You have the house, she'll make it a home. Whatever you think you can imagine or whatever we felt we could imagine that was so limited on understanding his is infinite. Right. So now he created something more abundant for us. Yeah. That created true change. Yeah. Longevity. That created a marriage that you take these two broken people 
mm-hmm. and turn it into something that is a true testimony that impacts and influences so many other couples or anything like that, that, that there is hope. Yeah. Now, I, I'm telling you what works for us. So, of yeah. course, everyone, so could have their for, own, yeah. everyone could have their own, you know, but I'm just telling you, in yeah. our own personal opinion, yeah. you know, I don't want to impose. This but is his testimony. This so is our not, testimony. We're, yeah, exactly. We're not trying to say, like, this is the only way because I, there's another person that wrote in the comment section that had a really good perspective that was dealing with the same thing that yeah. I'm going to also share. So, you know, you take whatever you think can work for you yeah. and give it a shot. But I think there's but an this awesome is, me- message. This is definitely what worked for us. Yep. And you see, the proof is in the pudding, ladies. Yep. It's possible. But this was the only way for us. Right. So take that as you wish. This is my testimony. This is how I ended up being in a, a, a faithful marriage because I am not the same person. Mm-hmm. The proof is in the putting in my actions because you know a person by his fruit, right? Mm-hmm. So he has to change ultimately his fruit, and he's not able to do that on yeah. his own strength, no matter what he tells you. Yeah. So he, something is, needs to be poured into him. Yeah. But just make sure it is the right something. So right. ask those questions. Yeah. You'll find your truth. I mean, at the end of the day, that's yeah. all it is. But for us, it's God. Yeah. Amen, brother. And I'm a firsthand witness to all this, so I can see how how profound of an impact it has been. Yeah. You know, so, you know. Y'all know I keep surreal with y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, they want to know. They're well, like, like we, we all have, like, you know, questions about, okay, how do I get there? I don't even know. You know, if that's a route that, you know, you think you could take or, you know, like, by all means, you he just gave you a blueprint. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, your, that's a blueprint that you guys can take. There's another interesting comment that came in hmm. that I want to read that she had, like, a really great perspective hmm. on how to go through that breakup where it was... You know, she was with the guy mm-hmm. who had genuine intentions and yeah. did love her, but, you know, he realized he needed to work on himself. Right. Right. And, you know, she she wrote, this was a, she she left like seven comments right under each other. Okay, let's <laughs> but see. But I, I, I want to give you a lot of credit, girl. This is from Just Jor, uh, Jordan. Okay. And uh, she writes, I was in the same position, and honestly, if I can do anything different, I would leave sooner instead of sticking around and watching him not be who I needed him to be. I would leave him alone and give him give them the space to learn and grow in any way. I literally told him I loved him to the point where I can let him go and trust and believe that whatever decisions he makes for himself is best for him. Because at the end of the day, I'll be making the best decision for me. Boys need to grow into men. Keep in mind, this is on TikTok, so she's like, you know, yeah. writing it in uh Basically, just like letting it rip right off the top of the dome. So she says, um, "Boys need to, boys need to grow into men by experience and, and other shit. <laughs> <laughs> they they are not like us women, where we pick up shit quickly. I let him go and got tired, but then I remembered he literally said what he said." He always hopes that we cross paths again. He never wanted me to leave, but it was best for me too. I learned not to take it too personally. I promise it'll all work out in the end, ladies. So I really love that, mm. right? Because she had the confidence in herself to let and, and the love for him to let him go, knowing that whatever decisions he made were what's going to be best for him, while simultaneously she was going to be doing what's best for her. Right. Right. And she was giving him the space 
to grow mm-hmm. because she realized that's what he needed. Right. You know, and sometimes guys, us guys, we do need that space if we're still in that phase. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To fully focus on what needs to be addressed and fully come to that realization with zero distractions. Absolutely. You know, and fully come to that resolution, you know, on our own. And this could go vice versa. Just to make sure he's really doing that. Right. Because guys, so that, now that, that, exactly. Yeah. But like if they got these issues, you don't it's hard to tell whether or not his intentions like you could kind of feel it off the person, you know, whether or not that person is like an unintentional fuckboy or just like a an average guy or Mm. if he's like a fuckboy (laughs) fuckboy it's pretty obvious like what the signs are and what the red flags are it's like don't don't listen to that dude's bullshit it's like it's good that he he let himself go but the thing i want to take away from this is is like do not take it too personally yeah right yeah because the reason she's able to say that so confidently is because she knows who she is she knows it truly is not her right Mm -hmm. it is him so i'm not gonna take it personally because he's fucked up sure she's bitter about the fact that he led her on or he he bit off more than she he can chew and then kind of dragged her emotions into it as well but she recognizes he's a flawed human being. This shit happens. I'm not going to take it too personally. It's a way for her to cope with it, get up, you know, move on from it mm. and focus on what she needs to focus on. Right. And, you know, she said, and at the end of the day, ladies, I promise it all works out. Right. And this is similar to kind of what I experienced. Mm. It worked out for her. She's married now, you know, she's with who she's supposed to be with. Mm -hmm. And me, I'm doing what I'm, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing, you know, so I'm at peace with it, not going the way I thought I wanted it to go. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Because now I'm like, this is something I, I couldn't see myself not doing. I feel like this is too important. Like I, you know, I care about this too much. Like this is may have never happened yeah if that didn't go the way it went mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so you got to like take the positive out of it you know one thing that helped me you know really appreciate that happening mm-hmm. was like the level of emotional intelligence that i gained from it mm-hmm. like i was processing emotions that i never really felt before you know and i didn't i i, I didn't realize how necessary it was for me to have that, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and truly understand it, mm-hmm. you know, on a human level. Right. And that's one thing that that experience gave me. So I'm almost grateful now. I know that sounds weird saying like, I'm grateful that my heart got broken, Right. you know, because it gave me that. Mm. Right. And then it also led me here. And now I'm able to talk about these things in ways I would have never been able to talk about before, you know, and help others out. Yeah. Right. That was one thing that I used it for in a lot of ways is like when I see the people around me struggling through these things. Now I can relate. Yeah. Now I can like actually I know where you're at. I can understand where you're at. I can, you know, really empathize or sympathize 
with where you're at mm-hmm. and like actually be, you know, of help. Right. Right. So it's like having that more positive perspective. But then at the end, also at the end of the day, understanding and reminding myself of like who I am. Yeah. What I'm about, what my true character is and like realizing it wasn't necessarily, you know, me or her or whatever. And maybe there there was parts of me that I needed to fix, you know what I mean? But like, at least I can acknowledge the fact that I'm capable of fixing them, right? And like realizing that, hmm. you know, and just being confident in myself as like a human, like I will get there, hmm. you know? And I will have the day eventually come where that person comes along and it makes sense for me. Right. Right. And that never ever, you know, that never, that, that sense of certainty has never been like diminished in my mind. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm very fortunate to have, you know, family and a support system and like an upbringing that fueled my morality and my ethics and like my sense of who I am as a person to be confident in my ability to be a great partner for somebody else, Mm. you know? So ultimately I think the key to getting there Mm -hmm. is starting to take on kind of habits of improving yourself for the sake of others, out of love for Mm. others, right? For your family, for your, your partner, for your community, for whatever, you know what I mean? Because when you have that mentality and that code and the ethics and the morality, like that's for me, like what makes me sleep with a smile on my face Mm. every night, even regardless of how much stress I'm going through, regardless of how much bullshit I'm dealing with. (laughs) And I deal with a lot, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I still know it's for a greater purpose. Mm. You know what I mean? Other than myself, because it's not about me mm. anymore, right? Yeah. And it just, like, it gives you, like, the sense of peace. And, you know, for anybody listening that might not, like, be able to fully understand it, just take away this. You know, it'll all work out in the end. Just have, build that faith in yourself to be able to be a better person for the sake of others. And when you get there, you're going to realize, oh, shit, everything that they were talking about, like, was right, you know. And you, you'll find whatever way, way that is, you know, once you get there, you'll, you're going to find a peace. That, and that type of stuff of, like, you know, it's not you, it's me. I believe you. Hey, I want you. I love you so much that. I believe you and I want you to go do what's best for you because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm also going to be doing what's best for me. There you go. You feel? That part. You feel me, baby. There we go. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> this was probably one this of my is... longest episodes. 
Yo, <laughs> this is going to be a lot of editing. There's a lot of great stuff. There. That's a lot of great stuff, bro. But I mean, to be honest, it was, it was very much a, a, a question and concern that needed to be addressed because I feel like it is probably. Yeah, no, that was like, you know? man, the response we got on that video. Yeah. You could tell a lot of people deal with this. Oh, yeah. The relatability. You know, a lot of people have, like, struggle with it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, you know, want the answer to deal with it and, like, be okay with it or, you know, not be so hung up on it. And then also know how to spot somebody who might be, you know, like, understand what's going through his head, truly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's the most important thing. What What's going on? through the other person's head yeah you know what i mean like whether you're a guy or a girl listening to this and you're dealing with this from your partner like these are some of the things that you got to be aware of to understand where they're at truly mm -hmm. right and when you understand it truly then it's like it doesn't bother you so much because you're not like sitting there thinking yeah what the fuck what the fuck like i don't understand i don't get it like this makes no sense to me right you know what i mean understand they're a flawed human being you know we all are absolutely and um you know it, it is you know you can't take it too personally no. right and that's for the for the sake of like your own sanity yeah you feel what i'm saying because we ain't you know we too blessed to be stressed baby blessed and highly you feel fed. what i'm saying shit <laughs> damn we went crazy with this one bro yeah we did this <laughs> is <laughs> some good stuff but, yo and we got some more good stuff coming up in the um, in the uh the bonus episode yeah some actually last night i posted a story asking girls uh -huh. you know asking the ladies like what are some things guys say that you don't know what it actually means mm. you know what i mean and boy, we got a whole list of them. We're about to decipher. <laughs> so with the, the bonus episode is going to be a real fun one because we're going to translate a lot of the fuckery that y'all be dealing with. So we're about to dive into the bonus episode now, ladies, where we're going to be deciphering all the chicanery that these boys be talking to y'all. And I'll give you <laughs> a couple of hints of what some of those are. I'll give you a couple examples of See what if they heard it recently <laughs> of what those things might be. I miss you. I miss you, but I have a lot going on. I'm just going with the flow. Mm. You're the only one I'm talking to. Mm. I don't deserve you. You're too good for me. I think that's good. I think that's good. We got so a long many list of them. Of them. There's a long list of them. There's a link in the description if you want to go check that out. That's, that's a right. way for y'all to support your boys, support the podcast. And it's a way for us to give you exclusive content and join that little community we got over there. That's right. Mm-hmm. Man, we love it. It's a la familia. That's right. Family, baby. So we're going to get right into that, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't done so yet, I hope you got some value out of this episode. Yeah. We would be honored and privileged. Might I say, too, that this was probably one of the most vulnerable transparency yeah. that I have brought to you guys more than anywhere else. Yeah. Nobody really knows about my situation in life as much as you guys. Yeah. So thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for allowing me to be so open with you. And just like you said, like if you took something away yeah. from that, then yeah, we well, uh, 
Yeah. That's what we're here for. Uh, we appreciate you. I want y'all to understand as well. It's like we're, we're we're also like trying to get better at being more open and yeah. like vulnerable with you guys because it's not easy as you guys can imagine. So yeah. sometimes we are a little bit reluctant, but we're getting we we see the impact and the value that it it, it gives to y'all listening. Yeah. So it's it's we're slowly you know getting there where it's like we're we're much more comfortable be just being sharing a lot of these things that we're not the proudest of or we're not right. you know. Like some of those vulnerable moments, just to give you that perspective yeah. that you know you might need. So, you know, all the skeletons out in the closet. That's right. If you if you got any sort of value out of this episode, we would be honored and privileged if you would join the family by hitting that subscribe button, tossing us a like, participating in the comment section. You know, these are all things that help this video reach more people that might need or might find value in it as Facts. well. So we appreciate that. Everybody listening over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we appreciate y'all as well. That's right. If there's a subscribe button that is still not clicked, go do us a favor and please click that thing so we could continue to give you that game. Hey. You feel what I'm saying? And if you, if you are listening anywhere, it would be a huge help to, to us if y'all went over to Apple Podcasts and left us a five-star review. Right, we're trying to rack up them reviews, baby. That's right. So if we're doing something for y'all, let us know. That's the best way for us to really, or that's the best way for y'all to really put your stamp of approval on us. And we, it's, it would be a huge, huge honor. That's right. And keep sending those stories in. Keep sending that's your right. situations in. And we will Come do our best over. to literally bring it to you in the most honest perspective that's right come on over to that instagram baby we got we getting that shit popping over there we doing them lives don't forget you know the vibes so and feel free to slide in them dms baby <laughs> slide in His them look. dms you know because he, he there's still one over here that don't got a ring on his finger. That's right. That's <laughs> right. I'm playing. I'm not trying to lead nobody on. I'm hey, playing. hey, hey, hey. You know exactly I'm what Miles joking. is doing right now. Feel <laughs> no, free because he is a bachelor. No, I've been, I've been very upfront about the fact that I'm like, in my, I'm engaged to my purpose at the moment. There you go. So that's another question we're going to answer in the, in the bonus episode. It's like, this guy's too dedicated to his career. I could give you both perspectives on what's going on with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get into it. So head on over there, ladies. We appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. Peace. Peace. And the bonus episode. This one's going to be a fun one. Yes. Because we're going to be answering a lot of them mysterious, ambiguous, and vague terms that be thrown your way. That won't be so mysterious after we get done with this. Yeah, we're going to trans. We basically your fuckboy translator this episode. <laughs>